0: To the Rock Show, come on to the People's Show, come on to the Premier Show, Smackdown!
1: It's August the 23rd in the year of our Lord.
0: What year is it, Matthew?
1: Year to be determined.
0: Space Odyssey year, you saying? You saying? Techno Team 2000 plus one?
1: A Space Odyssey? Yeah, Dusty Dusty Rose is (laughs) president. What a dream. And techno team's favourite song, So Solid Crew, 21 Seconds. Oh. It's the number one song in the UK right now. The song title alludes to the approximate 21 seconds that each of the band members has given to perform their rap. I had a big rant about this on the Nitro review, which you would have heard on Thursday,
0: ironically, because they only have 21 seconds. They say, fuck all in those 21 seconds.
1: Yeah. There's no urgency. You like this. Mega Man. Yeah, he's in this. Said the crew created the track after the label told them to make a track lasting three and a half minutes. He said, so it worked out that with at least 10 or 11 members, that's eight bars each, 21 seconds. It was a simple calculation. The label manager <laughs> said they literally took a calculator and divided the time by the number of MCs. Fuck. <laughs> Mega Man said that. He's got an excuse. He was busy fighting Dr. Wiley. <laughs> It sounds like the start of one of those uh, lovely Sunday morning cartoons we're so fond of, where it's like, hey, it's me, I'm Fireman Jim, and my gimmick <laughs> is that I put out fire. I have a hat, and here's the guy that's going to sing after that. <laughs> it's me, Jimmy Bricks, and I work at a building site.
0: Come on, keep going. No. <laughs> my, name's, my name's Robert, and I live in a shoe. I hate the government. They don't know what to do. Let's go over to my mate, Big Paul Downey. His face is smiling. He's never frowny.
1: It's me, the whole punch office alien that Tom <laughs> talked about. Ah, 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 a and I went, bollocks. And then he got over that was YouTube. And I went, oh, I've seen this.
0: There's so much shade there at the Diplodose again.
1: It's me, the street sharks. Street sharks, street sharks, street sharks. We fight, we bite. Street sharks, street sharks. It's me, Cool Kane, and I'm here to uh, say my brother, Crime Inc, is
0: really rubbish. Oh no, didn't rhyme it. I can't be cool.
1: I must be stupid, Kane. No. <sighs> it's me, DDP. Look in the bin. <laughs> Um, the pictures of Undertaker's wifey. <laughs> if,
0: uh, it's me, I've become a drinker. Since I joined the company, they made me the stinker. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Looking for pictures of Sarah Undertaker to settle a bet. Signing this of contract is something I regret. <laughs> At the Russell Rock Rumble. Anyway. <laughs> And then 21 seconds after this song played, David Gray's White Ladder went back to number one on the album charts because there's no escape.
0: With the money I've earned, I can buy a Cornish pasty, but I'm always second fiddle to Shasta McNasty. <laughs> I got 21 seconds to go. Yeah, it's seamless. <laughs> that's Right, I tell you what, you put all that shit together, that's a better fucking song than So Sonic Who's 21 Seconds. I'm just saying... They had 21 seconds. They said nothing. You'd make some point, wouldn't you? (laughs) You'd get yourself over more.
1: Yo, 21 seconds ago, the captain of Luxembourg is Luxembourg. All right, MC Mega Man, take it away.
0: Because <laughs> in each in each bit, they were like going, yo, it's only me, my name is John. I've got 21 seconds to say what I've got to say. And say oh, no, I'm only down to 18. Oh, three, two, oh, I'm done, bye. That was all of, that was every, the lady. Hey, it's a
1: hard, they make it look easy, Tom. The lady one
0: in 21 seconds. The lady one. The lady
1: one. one. Mega woman Mega is her woman name. Mega woman
0: in 21 seconds just, just went, ah, ah, ah. ah Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I'm like, come on, say something. Ah, uh, I've got 21 seconds. Now your time's run out. That was pointless. Livid.
1: I like that. She just got here and was like, Oh. Oh, I didn't realise it was a metaphor. Oh, oh, oh,
0: They all, like, wrote... They all wrote their lyrics in the taxi on the way to the studio. I
1: thought the 21 seconds was subtext. Sorry. <laughs> uh, if that wasn't good enough for your ears, for your eyes, Planet of the Apes, the 2001 one. The one directed by Tim Burton and starring Mark Wahlberg, Tim Groth, <laughs> Helen barchem Carter Michael Clark Duncan, <laughs> Paul Kiermati, and Htel <laughs> The sixth film, the Planet of the Apes franchise, is loosely based from the novel of the... You know what the original film is. Um... Recent theatrically uh, in America film received mixed reviews from critics who criticised the confusing plot and ending. Despite <laughs> its financial success, Fox chose not to produce a sequel and later rebuked the franchise ten years later with Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Paul, sorry, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone gave it a negative review, calling it a letdown worsened by the forces of shoddy screenwriting. To quote Heston in both films, Damn them, damn them all. <laughs> I thought that was good. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, what do you think I, of it? I thought it was fine. I don't mind Planet of the Apes. It was all right. I think visually, it still holds up well. Yeah, there were lots of compliments towards the prosthetics. Uh, Rick Baker doing his good work there, but everyone said, "Nah, the rest is shit."
0: Mm. Maybe it was. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe time hasn't been kind to the script. Time,
1: like twenty-one seconds. Look at the
0: time. <laughs> Rapping it's is tw- a perception of human perception. Oh, <laughs> <it's still> nice. <laughs> It's 20 past day. I've got 21 seconds. My dad is a computer.
1: (laughs) On 18th August, ITV1's The Premiership goes on air with much fanfare at (laughs) 7pm. That's what it sounded like. This was their match of the day, beat killer, wasn't it? ITV had won the TV rights to show FA Premier League highlights the previous year and decided to air the show at a time when they thought that football fans and family alike could watch it together. A later edition of the show goes at 11pm providing extended highlights. (laughs) They all get their tits out. (laughs) (laughs) The guy from Eurotrash is there. Bonjour, le Premier League. (laughs) The hugely controversial move proved unpopular with viewers, and the following week, ITV suffered their worst Saturday night ratings for five years. After two months, figures had not greatly improved, and in October, the early evening slot was deemed to have been a failure and was axed. I was going to say, that's a time for soaps at 7pm. It normally is, yeah. So they they were trying something
0: wildly new. And and I always think fortune favors the brave, so it's always worth a crack at something like that. But TV over here is so strange because what times? What times the ten
1: PM news on? Exactly,
0: like the the fact that the the big running narrative on this has been the fact they've moved the news at ten to like ten thirty, and everyone
1: (laughs) and, and kept the name. (laughs) <laughs> get the name. The
0: reactions to any change on television even I, I don't mind them keeping the name because the news at 10:30 becomes a mouthful. I'm, I'm over that. But like, we're just weird with telly. Like we've tried multiple times in the UK to do like the late show type thing that America mm. does. It's always shit. With the exception of Graham Norton, <laughs> but like I was just saying, you what, can't you didn't have like, that
1: nightly. You didn't like Wogan six times a night. No,
0: I mean, it just it just. I mean, I'm not. So, I mean, obviously, there's classic shows like Parky and Wogan, and they're great. But I'm talking more of the sort of the modern era of. Here's a bit of stand-up. Here's some wacky yeah. skits. Here's some guests. Whenever we've tried it, it's just falling on its ass. That's why John Oliver went to America. So when I really want to do this kind of show, I I think I'm quite good at it, but the UK can't handle it. Yeah. So I'm going to do it in America, where i where, where my where my accent is a gimmick. Like get it in yeah. there, John Oliver. Go make the money. I love John Oliver. I think he's great. But we just don't. There's still that that we just don't do. Like the ITV have been constantly trying to to tackle BBC One in the morning for, like, the breakfast show ratings. Mm. And they will Sorry. fill it with, like, American-esque gimmicks, like Good Morning Britain, and loading it with, like, like you know, Piers Morgan on the one side for a long time just to kind that's of stir, right. stir up some trouble.
1: Yeah, GP News is serving uh, American racism.
0: Yeah, that's it. But, so they're constantly going after the BBC in the morning, but the BBC, which is just, like, a like a very fluffy, warm show round a sofa uh, with some excellent journalists and presenters, it just storms it every time just constantly mm. and that's not me being a pro BBC boy because I work for them I recognise when some things are a bit crap but that that just seems to work but we're just very set in our ways as TV watchers in the UK always have been I'd love to do like a late night style show here in the UK but I just know that nobody wants it mm. <laughs> we just don't want it which is a shame Do you have any favourites of the late nights in America? Uh, I really like Trevor Noah I really like John Oliver who does Last Week Tonight but I think that's once a week um, who else is good over there? I really enjoyed David Letterman when mm. he was on. I really like Letterman. I know he was a bit of an acquired taste, but I really like Letterman, like the the way that he sort of moved and ebbed and flowed between bits. I preferred him to Jay Leno. Um, yeah,. Most but um, yeah, I, th- I think it's, I, I can't I, I, I don't mind the, the the premise of James Corden's show. I I find it difficult to get past him and And some people like him, a lot of people don't, but I struggle to get past it he's obviously he can't be that bad because he's been doing it for so long, you know and know it sounds like a, like I, I know people will disagree, but like he's done it for so long, so obviously he's he's hitting some demographics right otherwise they they ran him out on his ear hmm. ages ago, so obviously some people are enjoying him, and people are genuinely sad that he's leaving some are not all but <laughs> like. I've never warmed to him, but certainly Trevor Noah, I really like. I like the way he. it was. The, we were in the Maldives. We'll start SmackDown in a bit. Um, when we were in the Maldives, we watched Trevor Noah one night, and it was, it was the day of the Queen's funeral. And how serious it was over here, like all, all the channel, even like Babe Station was showing the Queen's funeral. That was weird coverage. <laughs> it was um, difficult, wank. Um, and when we came to Trevor Noah in the evening, it was like this, this like quirky bit, like here's what's happened in the world today. The queen's funeral, look at these silly bits. And they had like they had a bit of fun about it. And then they cut to the, to the next guy, we still can remember his name, who was doing a bit on a big board about Twitter. And he went, <laughs> went, anyway, well, of course, all of us here at the show, we want to send our best wishes uh, to the family of Her Majesty the Queen. And don't worry, we will find her killer. <laughs> was so, so serious and so controlled. And it was just that line that punched through us. It's just funny. It just, it, it finished me off. And that was great. I lay next to, bed and next to Alex in bed. I was just creased over laughing. So I like Trevor Noah as well. Do you watch any of those?
1: Not the modern ones. No, I used to enjoy watching Prime, uh, Conan O'Brien. Oh, Conan, I, I Conan. Some of the weird stuff you would get up to and just... Not Kodang. i Conan. Oh, hey! Bowdy,
0: bowdy. Here's Anne Hathaway.
1: And also Craig Ferguson. Just to see his uh, crazy rise from being, like, a support in Scottish actor in Red Dwarf, I think, Series 1. You know, when he uh, gets his personality split between misery and uh, confidence. He's the big Confidence and paranoia. Dude. Is he yeah. the confidence dude? Yeah. Oh, nice. I know what the H stands for. Idiot. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. You have a late night TV show wow. host over there, for some weird little bits. And yeah. But I wouldn't. Um, nowadays, though, I don't watch them because it's. I see the likes of Jimmy Kimmel and whatever, and I just want to strangle them.
0: Mm, They're just a bit. I think because I get it. You're It's like a conveyor belt of content you've got to keep making. Some of the Jimmy Fallon stuff lands quite well, but. Yeah, I think there's, a lot of it comes across as a bit disingenuous and a bit forced, but I guess you're make you know, you know putting these shows together, like, every night. You, <laughs> you must be run off your ass. You're just mm-hmm. desperate. You've just got to get shit done, haven't you? You've got to get over the line.
1: Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> ITV1 also broadcast Beach on the Run, a 90-minute special of the bill filmed in Sydney, Australia, and featuring the return of Don Beach, played by Billy Murray, <laughs> the farm foods version of Bill Murray. <laughs> The episode is a precursor to a full series starring Beach, titled Beach is Back. And Elton John thought, you know what? (laughs) There's something there. Candle in the wind. Let me work on that. Yeah, you (laughs) fucking... I do not remember the bill... Oh, this one character. Well, I know, The Bill, but I mean, I don't, wasn't watching during this period, but like, was there, a, is this The Thing, Beach? Was he a popular character? This is brand new to me. Oh, okay. I d-
0: I, this is, was it a spin-off of The Bill?
1: Yeah. Wow. He's he was a dirty copper. Oh. He was found to be a dirty cop, so that's how you know it's a fantasy. And uh, he just did a runner and then like-
0: Beats Beach on the run?
1: Yeah. Wow. Like Monty on the run for the Commodore. <laughs> <laughs> beach play- Bleach is now a mole. <laughs> And the big game release is not Beach on the Run. It's Devil May Cry. <laughs> Yay! Beach May Cry. Hitting ITV1 right after the Premiership. Wait, where have you all gone? Come back.
0: <laughs> stay, Please stay through the football. We've made a terrible mistake.
1: That was it. Beach presents The Footy. His was the original title. <laughs> Anyway, that's all the stuff happening in 2001. Well, what, oh, what, oh, what is the name of the little lad from Star Wars was happening (laughs) in the wonderful world of SmackDown 2001? I've no bloody idea. That's why I've got my seeing-eye dog, Tom Campbell, with me. (laughs) and myself, Matthew, to join through the Cultaholic Classic SmackDown Review. Yes! How are you doing, Tom? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. You brought
0: your notes nice. this week.
1: I have. It's a special occasion. It's an honour and a privilege. I had a shave, got my notes, I'm in a big poo. I'm ready. You have...
0: <laughs> there's one for the Classic Out of Context pod Twitter feed. There you go. Hello. I love there's your one, work. There's one for you there. Um, Math hasn't referenced his lovely friend on his left-hand side. If you're watching you the it? video... No, we can't see oh, him. Oh, yeah, because that's, 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 that's why. Yeah, if you're watching... It doesn't got the, exist. If you're watching on the Patreon, I've got a, a Matthew a little late birthday present um bring him, in. bring him in introduce your friend <laughs> <laughs> introduce your friend Hello. there he is uh, if you're listening on the podcast feed um, yeah. i found a a, a 70s style <laughs> love doll <laughs> and i've put jeff hardy's face on it just for matthew craig <laughs> 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 merry christmas oh, wow, thank you <laughs> are you glad yeah. <laughs> enjoy him um,
1: be careful what you wish for; you <laughs> just may get it.
0: Yeah, that's it. You better, you better do, be careful do, what you say do, on this podcast.
1: Dance to the corner.
0: <laughs> you have a little dance to the corner, young man.
1: So, waiting for the bit where, wow, this match is terrible. I'm gonna have sex with Jeff. <laughs> like,
0: is that in your notes? Know
1: this just week. this weird psychological moment oh. breaks me finally. You can, uh, you
0: can, you can sit him over there if you want, and we can bring. him I'm back really later. sorry, Tom.
1: I didn't bring anything for you to shag. <laughs> God, isn't it awkward?
0: Pass us that coffee
1: and bounce. There might be a good photo in the middle.
0: Who's in the middle?
1: Quick, get a photo of Jeff Hardy just stepping out of the portal uh-huh. <laughs> That's
0: probably what it is. Oh, it.
1: oh, oh Brian no. Adams. It's
0: Brian Adams. Not even the singer. You
1: crush your nuts over that. <laughs> Ugh.
0: Oh, I'm good though, mate. We're all good here. I started running this week <laughs> from, from people. <laughs> started. I got back doing Couch to 5K started on Sunday, and I've been doing a run every other day. And do you know what? I feel phenomenal. When I've been for a oh, run good. in the morning, I feel a bit unstoppable. So it just happened that this morning was my third run since I restarted. Ooh. And it was the longest I've done since I've restarted. And, oh God, I, I, I've been getting up at, at half four in the morning to get it done before I start my day proper. And I love that time of morning. Like, that's a real special time. Everyone is still in bed. Like The world has barely opened and you've got the whole place to yourself. It's great. So the whole place. I mean, like the run. the, the, the I, I run. I ran alongside the River Tyne uh, twice this week, and it's just gorgeous. It's it's cold. It's like minus mm. one this morning. It was minus one, but I really like it when it's that cold. Like oh,
1: and I feel great for doing it. Like I feel like a. Was well, you still upset that number ten turned on him? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I said to him, hey, look, mate.
0: We live in the UK. Number ten turned on us a long time ago. <laughs> politics. But yeah, I feel much better for doing it. I uh, feel,
1: yeah, it's been a fun week. How's, you, how's your week been? Birthday boy? I it's crap until today. Ah. Nah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been good. Very nice and positive. I spent most of last week relaxing. Nice. Uh, because I was unrelaxed. Turned out just being really getting in my head like, okay, let's get through this week, get through this week, get through this week. That was the week I went, look, this week, what we're doing now is going to be full of work to catch up on this. But right now, fuck it. Me and God of War Ragnarok are going to date.
0: Oh, hot date with Ragnarok. How are you finding it?
1: So far, so good. Yeah? It's interesting because I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything like that. Um, The gameplay is still very, very similar to the other one, which is what I wanted because I thought the other one played so good. It's just because in the original one, it was just Kratos and Atreus, and obviously Atreus is a little lad. He's like, ah, oh, what do we do? He's like, we fight the warrior's way. I was in Stargate. You're like, all right, cool. <laughs> and this one, it's all the Akasa characters together, and they've all got that like early 90s slash modern Marvel film way of talking. Like, whoa. Oh, like, like very exaggerated. and Don't, oh, He said the thing, didn't he? He did say the thing. Oh, and I'm like, and all running around being like that, you're like, oh, I miss it when it was just Kratos and no one else talk. And if they did talk, Kratos would go, God of War, and kill them. <laughs> so it's interesting. But at the same time, I am wanting to see where it goes. So Nice. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. Which one of the characters right? later on, uh, Amadol shows up, and it's just basically Matt Lefucking Blanc.
0: <laughs> is it? Is it Matt Leblanc? Is he? Is
1: he... Not the actual one. He's oh. just a sarcastic
0: twat. <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was the actual Matt LeBlanc. I got really excited. Because I,
1: I know that... Could um, I be any more obvious?
0: <laughs>
1: I, do, I know that some of them now do a bit of voice acting stuff now. Oh, he did, yeah, he did Fallout because he was a... See, people were talking about him because, again, I was never a massive friends person or anything like that, but I know about it because it's just part of the cultural zeitgeist. So it was fascinating to me to hear... What people talking about in his autobiography that came out? Where well, number one, he was slagging off Keanu Reeves for some reason. <laughs> like, well, he was on the he was on the source as well. Why aren't people mad at him? And also <laughs> to find out that apparently he doesn't remember filming series one of Friends, wow. A.K.A. the biggest thing he was ever involved in, because he had an opiate addiction.
0: Jeez. And
1: apparently that to like, do they put? Stuff on him, like put like big codes because he'd lost so much weight. Or
0: well, no, because I mean later it in sounds, the later. It sounds
1: fascinating, depressing. In
0: the in the later way. episodes, I think maybe maybe later like season there is one season where he's really gaunt, like he is very thin. Ah. They don't acknowledge it on the show, but you, he's not well. And Alex, who is a, a big Friends buff, was like, "Yeah, at this point, he was doing a lot of drugs as well." And um, you can, and, and you know, you don't know, you can't tell, but you sort of read between the lines on it, and you go, "Okay, he's not very well here, is he?" but it's still really, I think it's a, I think it's a credit to the writers of friends because I'll be honest, like the, the, I, I never liked, I was never into friends to begin with. Alex got me into it during lockdown and I really enjoyed the show. And it's, it's easy viewing kind of telly. It's that sort of telly that you can just stick on in the background mm. and just enjoy. And just, it just washes over you and you can just, yeah, whatever. And, um and I, and I think it's a credit to the writers because every time I've seen anything with, them together there's like there seems to be no chemistry who <laughs> oh, <not laughs> the man. cast of friends oh, oh, oh you there mean seems to be <laughs> no chemistry they seem to have very little crack and i think it's more a case of they were just brilliant actors who are given great great work yep. to act with you know jennifer aniston's brilliant been watching her a lot this week because we've got into the morning show on apple tv that's so good and jennifer aniston's in that and she's brilliant and so I've, uh, the, more I, the more I see other, the, the people from Friends doing stuff, they don't do a lot because they made all that fuck you money in the 90s. So they don't need to do much. But the stuff, whenever I see them in stuff, I go, actually, you've got really good people around you and you're also excellent performers. Yeah,
1: right people at the right time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just... Like that Paul they... Heyman and his Motley crew. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely so. Yeah. Absolutely so. And they get like, you know, the rare bits, they, you know, David Schwimmer and Band of Brothers. Uh, or Matt LeBlanc as Benny in Fallout New Vegas, A.K. <laughs> the piece of shit that <laughs> makes the plot basically. Zero so after him the entire game. Absolutely fantastic. I love, it's I just, love this. Le- the character looks like Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> it's like I'm killing Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be in Fallout anymore? Can I be any more dead? You know? <laughs> be
0: any dead? Anyway,
1: so uh, yeah, we talked about a bunch of twaddle right there. We've, not Do you know twiddle, what? That's that's a that's a record about a twaddle. I would say. I'd say yeah. Good <laughs> looking at my watch. We've had a bit of twaddle. Shook the leg off, Tom. <laughs> what? Is in the news. Well, before we get to the news, a mailbag, isn't it? We'll do some
0: mailbag. Don't you worry. It's a relatively new feature. We've been doing this this show for years, so the mailbag's a relatively new feature. Oh, it's started by Jeff. See, so that's as as you should be. Um, My name's Jeff. Thank you for everybody who has reached out with their Spotify wrapped uh, oh. playlists and stuff, because I've had loads of messages from people who go uh, because of you and the Classic Review lads. And you and Matthew talking bollocks.
1: Like, I've clocked up 30,000 hours listening oh, to Cultaholic, God, Tom, so I thought I did you. podcasts as well. I thought people just, like, yeah, I listen to a lot of Destiny Child.
0: <laughs> and I just yeah. assume you put
1: someone on Twitter and miss out. What have you listened to this year? Oh, no, that's, that's it. That's 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 <laughs> funny. A lot of any of this year, Tom? Why do you ask? <laughs> so it makes it look like, wow, what a huge response. That one's not a All oh, right, yeah, the uh, podcast, right. Yeah, thank that, you, Tom. that
0: little podcast, what, what always happens. So think uh, at meme is technologically advanced. Oh yeah, Spotify do
1: podcasts now. Yeah, wow. of
0: course they do. I love the, that's happy to think. But but it turns out it's been a wild thing for a while and a lot of people listen to the Cold Holic Podcast feed through Spotify. Oh. Uh, and and it's appearing at number one in a lot of people's lists. So oh. thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. that. I know that, that you were drawn to the feed by the full Fat Cult Holic podcast featuring Matthew Gregg, Jack the Jobber, and Ross Tweddle. But hopefully, <laughs> and sometimes Jeff <laughs> Hardy, but sometimes, but I hope, you, I hope that you've stayed for the additional couturement that, that I've vomited onto the podcast feed since 2019. The daily news videos, the radio documentaries, the classic reviews, the watch-alongs, yeah. the, the Desert Island graps. I hope you stuck the, around for I that.
1: wish I, I was...
0: Trevor noah slash John Oliver, yes. Yeah, when I grow up, I want to be Trevor Noah. Please let me do a Trevor Noah-style show, Adam. Thank you very much. Um, But yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate that. Appreciate you. Uh, From the mailbag this week, um, my dearest Thomas and Matthew, brackets diddlers. (laughs) First, I have to apologise. Last time I wrote to you two, I asked what sign I should bring to Monday Night Raw for my birthday back in September, and you guys suggested Snoopy Tennis, and I thought it was a great idea. Unfortunately, I flaked out. I'm not in a great headspace at the time, Ended up going to the ended up going to the event in my funk, drinking too much overall, not having a great time. Oh. Luckily, this is not my first dance with depression, and I know enough to know when I need help. Good for you. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know I'm back on the mend, taking meds, started counselling. Lovely to hear. And you guys are right here with me, keeping spirits up with my body adjusts as I work to get better. My wife is going with me to AEW on January the 6th. We hope to make you
1: and Snoopy proud that night. We'll say hello to Jericho's wife for us.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, I've to ruined, the, ruined the, the lovely occasion. Sorry, Carol. Oh, do
0: you know what? I think if Jericho does a bit on January the 6th, like where he just phones his wife, I'm oh, just answering the phone. She must be busy. That... <laughs> he won't. He won't. Um, one quick gripe. Oh. On the main podcast, I reminded Matthew that he would buy a map to log all the letters from America. That's right. He bought the map immediately after that show, but didn't include Oregon as its inaugura- in, uh, on it as the inaugural location. Add insult to injury. He said <laughs> my hometown was Verona, despite the fact that I'm neither Romeo nor Juliet. It's <laughs> Verno- <laughs> Vernonia. <laughs> Vernonia. <laughs> it's what? Vernonia. Vernonia. Verona Fucking okay. Shakespeare Jones. Over
1: Give me that. Here. Give me that. There's no way that says hang on. Jonathan. Alright, got that bit. Oregon. That's fine. USA, I know what that is. USA North America. Oh, well, thanks for narrowing it down. Um <laughs> V Vernonia.
0: He has given us a bit of a frenetic, a phonetic spelling. Uh oh. Vernonia. Vernonia.
1: Oh, Ver- my, oh yeah, my, there it is. Yes, this is my Ver- is in Ver- it. Vernonia. There's a guy named Vern, and he's trying to remember. I do so, <laughs> oh, just, ye.
0: just yeah. Just pretend like, when you remember how to pronounce it. <laughs> Think of Vern you with Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> Vernonia.
1: Yeah, you know what? Fox Loopy tennis. Bring Vernonia. <laughs> as a but side. also,
0: right? You. Kicking off. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't bring the sign like I promised. But also, you didn't remember. Hey, let's call it quits, shall we? <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's call it. I, I have fun. I right, got a detente with Venonia One,
0: one last note. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the meal deal. This. I have a sequel idea for my Perry Saturn and Roomba comic. If you guys are interested. <gasps>
1: oh, I remember you now. Yes, yes I love
0: nice. that. Good boy, keep up the excellent work. Love you both, Jonathan from Verona. Well done, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan from Merchant of Venice. Uh, Jonathan.
1: <laughs> we love you, mate. Be well. Oh, yes, lots thank of you. love. God love you. That, it's so nice to see like this little slice of stupidness <laughs> can help people during as I was saying this, hugging this fucking Jeff Hardy <laughs> somber moment. But like, yeah, these little dumb things can help people in these little funks that they're going through. And yeah, it's not about uh, it's not about you know, succeeding that one night and bringing the sign don't beat yourself about that. It's obviously just keeping yourself afloat to marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Like Tom knows all about at uh, 8am this morning apparently. Yeah. And th- thank you very much for sharing this. Hope everything goes well for you. Thank you very much from wherever it is you live.
0: Big love, big love.
1: All right. Uh, Mark from Manchester has sent me War
0: and Peace. So that's good. <laughs> this is the main podcast. A hey, um, lads. <laughs> Long time <laughs> lister, first time mailbagger. I used to enjoy WWE in the Attitude Era but dropped off as soon as I learned what girls were. <laughs> Mate, do you know there's girls listening to this? That was until Daniel yeah, Bryan's three. underdog journey to WrestleMania 30. NXT, AEW, and Cultaholic kept a fan, kept me a fan in these of these beautiful sports and of this beautiful sports entertainment ever since the classic SmackDown interview. has been a great way to learn about all the nonsense I missed out on as a kid. Wow, I'm so sorry. This is this is a, histo- a historical document. At the time, I only kept up with wrestling by playing SmackDown Shut Your Mouth on PS2 and SmackDown vs Raw on the PSP. My favorite character to play as a kid was Test. Not just because uh, he was a big, beautiful boy, but because I didn't know Test was a real person and thought that he was a placeholder <laughs> accidentally <laughs> left in by the developers <laughs> testing the game. <laughs> oh, that's great. Wow. Thanks for bringing some life to poor old Test. <laughs> if somebody only told him about game facts, <laughs> would it would have helped him be a much better gamer and he even might have saved his marriage. Oh, oh,
1: oh, hey, we're just laughing at him being dead. There's no need to go after his marriage. Hey, now.
0: Um, You've asked us two questions. The one we've already asked answered, which was who we played as in video games. So we won't answer that one, but thank you. Very uh, sorry. Uh, blue meaning. Uh, question two, though, he says, I love the occasional Star Trek reference that Matthew oh, sprinkles hello. into these podcasts. It was really quite hypnotic. However, Uh, when somebody sent in the Deep Space Nine question a few weeks ago, Matthew really dropped the spring ball on that one. No offence. Ah, fuck you and spring ball. You're getting some fucking grief.
1: I wish I had a time to prepare for that. I was so flustered. He's right, though. But
0: no, no, you mispronounce a place. That's fine. Fuck you, it's free. Leave my boy alone. They were rubbish choices. Leave my baby boy alone.
1: I kid, I kid. Who are you, you going to pick for Picard, Matthew? Uh, uh, Steve Austin, because he's bald. It was <laughs> uh, shit. It was a complete
0: bollock drop. I am sorry. Well, fret not, because you're going to get another run-up to help out no. and to give Tom a better chance of joining in. Which wrestlers would you like to see play these iconic next-generation characters? Oh, fuck, fuck's
1: sake.
0: Picard, Steve Austin, because he's bald. <laughs>
1: Um, that's right Tom when you think Picard you think (laughs) no holds barred does what he wants doesn't follow the rules yeah whatever. I'll say someone like Danielson because he's he is he sticks to his rules sticks to his beliefs but he's not going to break the rules Um,
0: oh yeah that's a good shout I was going to say well then I thought you were right
1: actually yeah see the TV version of Picard is like that the film version is is Austin. <laughs> the Federation's told us not to do this. Yeah, well, <laughs> da, 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 da. Earl Grey The, the right
0: Federation in the mouth. can kiss my <laughs> ass, and that's the bottom line. Because <laughs> John Luke Picard said so. Um, I'll say William Regal.
1: Oh, okay. Authority figure. I could work as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Will Riker. Oh he's so cool. Um, the Mad Shagger himself. Oh. Who to pick this? So I mean, like, any t- time to prep because sometimes they don't really work. I'm gonna say Triple H. <laughs> Why? <I> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there's the other route. Just pick someone random.
0: No, no. For Riker, so so like, well, like 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 s- cool, calm, collected, Mad Shagger, hard hitting, soft spoke It's probably. Lovely, oh,
1: it? I was gonna say Taz.
0: Taz. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah. not reason. Right. Jones over here. Riker's cool. Uh, Councillor Troy. Uh, I thought she was boring. Um, boring, but other people like her. Uh, oh, Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be arsehole, you know, so I can't think of nice. good examples.
0: Councillor Troy, Stephanie McMahon. Data.
1: <laughs> Lance Storm. Oh, Lance Storm's a great shout. If I could be serious for a minute, Captain... I think there's, like there's a... been a whole breach.
0: <laughs> Something like a really boring <laughs> wrestler. Okay.
1: <laughs> All you humans need to listen and listen good. <laughs> oh, no, Team Android are in the ring. <laughs> we will now play the song of our national anthem. <laughs>
0: Let's
1: just dial up. going to pick Kane. <laughs> Kane is data.
0: How do you pronounce
1: Oh, Guinan. Guinan.
0: This is Whoopi
1: Goldberg. Oh, Whoopsie Goldberg's guy. Fucking Uncle Howdy <laughs> comes along, does some bollocks, is there explaining properly, like, huh? <laughs> Hang on, I've seen all the Star Trek. What's going on here? I'll say Becky Lynch. What are you doing in the, the generations film? You're supposed to bleep beer. <laughs> Q Oh, he does what he wants. He does what he wants. Q mm-hmm. just shows up and does what he wants. Eddie Kingston? Uh, I'd say Brock Lesnar. Nice. Because <laughs> he only shows up once a season. Because <laughs> 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 I'm not losing anybody who fucks off. This is way better than the D Space Nine one already. The Borg Queen. Uh, given the same amount of love I had um, for both people as a kid when I saw these. Jeff Hardy. Oh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> that's uh, a big actually
0: and uh, Wesley Crusher
1: oh no who's alright Tom imagine you're watching a series and you goes fucking this is great this I love everything about this show the characters the settings the plots the landscape's pretty but I hate that one character oh
0: so somebody that is on a on a on a particular wrestling brand that you like who you don't like
1: yeah do you have that for any TV show Jeff shows?
0: Jarrett oh no don't say that um <laughs> Is anybody... But asking, WCW uh, 2000, Jeff Jarrett.
1: Oh, oh okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, oh. oh, of course, Matthew. So obvious. Shane McMahon. There you are. beautiful. Here comes the remote. (laughs) Switching channels. There goes
0: the TV. (laughs) Thanks for all the wonderful work you do. Days in the office will be very dull without your dulcet tones, keeping me and many others around the world company. Cheers, Mark from Manchester.
1: Thank you, Mark from Manchester. Mark from Um, Manchester. Thank you. I'm redeemed, hopefully, for that, because I was way better than Deep Space Nine one, which I just shit the bricks. Um, By the way, I like the point out that he said, I stopped watching wrestling because I discovered girls, but I got back into it at WrestleMania XXX. Did you, you pervert? Mm. Somebody check his hard drive. Uh,
0: (laughs) Do a very quick one. If we did that, we'd lose 50% of our (laughs) viewers. Sure, actually. Uh, Do a very, very quick one Uh, from Luke, uh, maybe our fifth Australian listener. Uh, First off, thank you for the laughs and giggles and obscure British references. General chit-chat, Isaac Yankum's more popular cousin being cool, said cousin's big brother, and his throat spouse, permanent ink, and other wrestling stuff. Secondly, congratulations to Tom and the soon-to-be wife. Thank you. Uh, but question is: Which of the following wrestling wedding tropes? Which of the? F- but the question is: Which of the following wrestling wedding
1: tropes? <laughs> I would have this all the time on the main full fat podcast, where people go, "Can Matthew not read very well?" So just no, I can read very well. But none of these people. Double check their emails, <laughs> what they've actually typed. Mm. Which of these following
0: wrestling tropes? I'm gonna guess. <laughs> gonna guess, Luke. I'm so happy you You get assume. This. Which of the following wrestling wedding tropes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just laughing too many at Tom's feet.
0: Which of the following wrestling wedding tropes? One vicar being attacked, two in your underwear, three vicar removing makeup, four unwanted guests starting a fight. What's your preferred one, Tom? I presume which one would I want at my wedding.
1: <laughs> oh. that that's makes even better, sense. yes. That makes that, sense. Yes. So
0: would I want the vicar to be attacked? Um, <laughs> would I yeah, want to do the wedding in my underwear? It might get that way. Um, the vicar removing makeup. Oh, a bit like when Bischoff went three minutes. Or unwanted guests starting a fight, like when Rusev burst out of a cake. <sighs> it was a Rusev burst out of a cake? Yes, it was. Yes. Um, I would like number four. Because already in the office, when the when the announcement came out that that Alex and I were getting married um, and I showed the video of me proposing to her the uh, jack atkins message and then somebody else said like jack atkins will turn up at the wedding like jake the snake roberts <laughs> <laughs> it's summer sort of slam man complete with a picture like jack at the wedding and it's just jake everyone's like dressed in their finery and there's jake roberts looking like a bum with a box containing a snake and i went yeah, yeah that's it actually jackins whatever the wedding if, if there's if there's a tie for the wedding don't fret on it just turn
1: up in that <laughs> That's wonderful. I was like, the one that happened at the uh, Billy and Chuck bit that gets unnoticed is when the Godfather showed up and went, Hey, Billy and Chuck, I know you're not really gay. What's we'll some of these hoes just attempt? Like the last, like, now's the time to be tempted. Yeah, the last uh, anyway, temptation of Christ. Yes, they held steadfast. But well, could we do that? But instead of obviously beauty, beautiful, scanty clad women, it's just cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Boss man's dogs.
0: I want, I want women coming down the aisle in swimwear carrying N64 games.
1: No, you're like, oh, look over these harlots, and you see <laughs> you see Tess with an N64 game. You're like, tonic trouble. <laughs> and you look at your wife going, uh. she
0: probably couldn't even hold the controller very well. Where's your husband? He's over there fucking playing <laughs> playing
1: Buck Bumble. <laughs> you're enjoying it so much, you're like sweating.
0: Uh, uh. <laughs> it's my wedding day. I'll do what I want. Classic at carholic.com if you'd like to send us uh. some mails. Thank you very much for reaching out today. Uh, yeah, thanks. Quick, quick dance around the houses of the wrestling world today. <laughs> A WWE conference call took place this week in the wrestling, led by the stinker, DDP. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, he Bam. said, "He said that's why he took the buyout."
1: <laughs> and, he and they like, couldn't
0: make out his answer for the crying noises <laughs> he was making. He said he took the buyout because he just wanted to wrestle and be part of a historic angle. He said it wasn't about the money because he could have just sat at home and made more, but that wasn't for him. He said he loved playing a heel, but would like to end his career on a positive as a positive force. He said after he was through wrestling, he'd like to work as a commentator. He said it was an honor oh. being programmed with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. He could barely see the gun to the shot. <laughs> He said he finally got used to the space in a WWF ring and that he'd worked out in one of the old WCW rings the other day and hated it. He said his final year in WCW was brutal and that he was working hurt a lot of the time. He said he injured his L4 and L5 vertebrae working Randy Savage, but never really, felt because the, never really felt it because of the adrenaline he got from performing. He said the situation in WCW was so horrible that it made his back hurt even more. He said Kurt Angle was his favorite wrestler currently on the scene. And he said, unmasking as the, stunk, as the stinker in Florida, <sighs> bless him, was one of the greatest moments of his career. Bless him. I'm so sad for DDP because he gave it all and 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 ate so many shit sandwiches. So many shit sandwiches. And here he is going... Yeah, this is the best story. What an honor to work with the Undertaker. He's learning
1: the... though. He's learning. He's playing the game. He's yeah. doing everything that he needs to, and
0: he is playing the game. You're right. He
1: did nothing for his long term career, but at the same time, he is one of the most positive people you ever meet. Like decades later, mm. so he's uh,
0: in the Hall of Fame eventually. Yeah. So that was good. And he's a European <laughs> champion. <laughs> He said he felt that he was trying too hard at first in the WWF and that hitting his head on the ring support knocked some sense into him. Uh, this was a story backstage at Raw a few weeks back where he was, uh, I think he was running backstage and he ended up banging his head onto a metal pipe. Knocked him out for a
1: bit. They had uh, at a UFC show yeah. one time with the main eventer and they were like, sorry, he can't compete. in the main. They didn't actually announce it until the very end. By the way, the main event will not be happening because he fell out of some pipes. Oh, jeez. You'd think you'd think say it was something, not you're sure, But you're like... I think that's why they have signs at places like this, or it's just, all oh, you're told, don't run, mm. walk, don't run. <laughs> that's why they always mind that child, like they do on ice cream trucks.
0: Uh, the Ross Report came out this week. Uh, Jim Ross rated SummerSlam, the, the per view that he commented on and he works for, 6.5 out of 10. <laughs> what? <laughs> there were some things that he would have li- we would like to have changed in hindsight. He didn't specify what they were. Wow. I thought SummerSlam was great was a great show. I wonder what he's getting thinly veiled jabs at there. Yeah, uh, tr- he says that Trish Stratus is currently on crutches after ankle surgery. She's going to be out for a few more weeks. A bit more from the injury report from the Ross report mm. here. Uh, Jerry Lane having knee surgery for a torn patella. He's done for the rest of the year, and that's it. that's his WWE time now. That's him. That's it. I don't think we see him back. Yeah. That's him. Um, Cheers, Jerry. No, th-
1: <sighs> Maybe make some more appearances on. G- oh, you know what? It doesn't even matter at this point, does it? Mm, what uh, a sad little run that was. I know,
0: right? Rikishi's back in a couple of months. Uh, Kidman's back in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm a Kidman. Yeah, he's in. Um, he got injured, I think, in a house show match oh, okay. against X-Pac. So that's why they took the belt off him.
1: Ah. Brock Lesnar,
0: Lesnar's hurt. He's back in September uh, OVW. Keep an eye on him. Uh, Randy Orton has a bruised tailbone as well as other injuries. And that one's heartbreaking because right now Randy Orton is having so many problems with his back. That they don't. There's even questions of whether or not he'll be back in wrestling at all in 2022 and into next year. So, like in 2001, to read the, in OVW, he's mm. bruised his tailbone and he's got some issues with his back. Yep. And he hasn't even begun. He hasn't even begun, and he's pagged. Uh, Jim Ross questioned whether it was a good idea or not or not to have SmackDown live. He said after the rating, mm. there seems no purpose in doing so unless it fits the schedule. Uh, it's. <laughs> So they're, they're basically considering now maybe we just do it live sometimes when it works for us and sometimes we won't. And I think that's kind of what we get for a while. Like majority of the time it's live, but there'll be the odd one which they all put in the can. We'll go back to taped Smackdowns, I feel, in a year or so.
1: Yeah, I do not remember this being live at this point. Um, given yeah. the horrible timing issues they had last time, uh, yeah. I'm all right with them going back to taped. Yeah, but then,
0: but then like Raw's live.
1: So you, you know, Yeah, you'd think, well, okay, just do raw, but blue. (laughs) Yeah. And yet, we saw last time, it was like, uh uh-oh, we fucked this. Mm.
0: Brett Hart wrote a good column this week. (laughs) Did he indeed? He certainly did. So last week, he wrote about how important it was for wrestling to have a feeder system to supply talent. I know, Brett, you leave your... Oh, oh, sorry, carry on. (laughs) Apparently, a lot of people wrote to him and said, why don't you open a wrestling school, Brett? Brett! Train me to wrestle, champ! He said he was still having some problems stemming from the concussion that Goldberg gave him. We fucking hate Goldberg. And he has, no, de- he has no desire to be a trainer and just uh, that just stands on the sidelines. He wants to be like Stu, get in there and fucking break people. Uh, as a result, he instead just recommended some training schools, including Larry Sharp's Monster Factory wow, yeah. and the Wild Samoan Training Center. He yep. also said, Shawn Michaels has a school in Texas. Whatever differences I had with Sean doesn't change the fact that he was a hell of a worker. Nice. Then he goes on to say, of course, if you can't get to the US, then there's my brother Bruce here in Calgary. Which brings me to a common misconception that he taught (laughs) Owen, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit and myself. When guys say they learned in Calgary, that refers more to the great legends that we were forced, fortunate to work with in my dad's old territory. Benoit was taught in Edmonton, Jericho was taught with Keith, and my, te- yep. my teachers were Japanese. Bruce didn't train any of us, despite the bullshit on his website. I love that Brett, in his, uh, in his Calgary Sun column, took out time to go, check out these wrestling schools. Oh, by the way, my brother's a bullshit. <laughs>
1: The top <laughs> the top three things in Bret Hart's life are one, hating Goldberg. <laughs> two, that episode of The Simpsons that he's on. And three, any opportunity to shit on his brothers. I, I am fucking loving rereading his book on stream right now oh. because Bret Hart is the most Bret Hart man to ever exist. He is so Bret Hart. And I love, but Jericho says the same thing in his autobiography, which we have over there for references. So you can oh. call me a liar if you like. I can... Take the fuck off. <laughs> um, where he says that he went in and yeah, I mean, never mind, Br- oh, Bruce Bruce Hart takes credit for this. I'm like, um, beg your pardon, sir. Uh t- commentators in a few months' time say Stu Hart trained him. So never mind your Bruce. Oh. Bruce showed up one time, I believe. Uh maybe twice, I'll, I'll, I'll have to check. But yeah, Keith Hart supposedly did the majority of it. But they, hey, the Hart family, they they taught me. You're like, wow. They're all there together at the dinner table, with they? Like the Last Supper, stew and Brett. It's Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but obviously, Bruce is like, yeah, I trained Jericho and me. It's like, Did you? I like ya? the
0: Bruce Hart's a bit like that that guy in Phoenix Nights that always lies. Which one? <laughs> I can't yeah. remember. He always lies. Like he's constantly lying oh. about everything.
1: Oh, I've got some friends in the. Show I'm, me I'm with the friends in the SAS. That's See, but you you're not. Are you? you're not showing <laughs> me with the SAS at all? He goes quiet. <laughs>
0: But ain't mine's that big. (laughs) That's Bruce Hart, isn't it? Um, You know that the wrestling industry is on its arse outside of the WWF (laughs) because uh, the the Observer is made up of reports of smaller indies that are kicking off, including the Urban Wrestling Alliance, which apparently has signed a deal with BET, uh, and BET have gone we don't know about it. But apparently The Rock's dad is one of the, the people heavily involved in the rise of the Urban Wrestling Alliance. Don't worry if you don't remember it, you don't see it. Um Incredibly Strange Wrestling oh, around
1: a all Oh IS Dub. Do you know IS Dub? I've got the book. Um the guy Oh sorry, come
0: So do you know about uh, the, the situation this month with the band D twelve? Where, wait, um, yeah, go on. They they were dropped from the ISW tour after several of the band members got into a fight with some of the wrestlers. <laughs> Must have been before this.
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. D12 versus is, ISW? What the fuck? D12 and I... It, wait, it, hey, hang on. They did like punk festivals and stuff. They got into a fight with um, Fat Mike's... Uh, oh, there's a sub-band. There's no, no... Oh, wait, whatever. Fat Mike's band. But I remember the fact with D12. No, please do tell, do tell. That's all I know about it. This was a That's amazing. No, I need it. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. Um, MECW is oh, getting holy underway. Holy
1: shit. Great.
0: Uh, the roster apparently will include Viscera, Tommy Rich, Tracy Smothers, Sabu, <laughs> Sandman, Doug Gilbert, Road Warriors, Chris Daniels, <laughs> Public Enemy, Brian Christopher, Little Guido, Chris Harris, brackets, Fake Sting from WCW. Hawk, Spanky, Michael Shane, Too Tough Tony, Kurt Hennig, (laughs) High Velocity, Glacius... Maybe Glacier doing a babyface gimmick as a gracious man. That's a little joke from Figure Four. Uh, Billy Blaze, Jason Kane, Jason Sensation, Brandy Wine, Little Genie, Fly Girl, Kim Roberts, Scott Hall, the King, King's yeah, American say, Dragon, hell, Rhyme, hell, Buff Bagwell, mean Street Posse, <laughs> Picasso, and Joey Habs, Barry Windham, Mike Rotunda, Steve Williams, Miss Bobcat. What happened names? to that wrestler? Yo, what the hell is that? <laughs> Bruiser <and> Brody. <laughs> he just took a bunch of fucking names <laughs> in there. <laughs> There's Rick, a li- Rick <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. fuck is that? And plus the main event for only the second <laughs> time ever, Gilgamesh versus Enkidu.
1: <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Brian Alvarez uses a very 2001 oh, line in this, where, where Brian Alvarez says... Um, the MECW website is up at www.mecw.ws. I used a 56k modem and it literally took three minutes for the front page to load.
1: Now is the talent roster, right? Yeah, that's the roster. Bloody hell, no one took that three minutes to load up. God. And you know that it's on its ass,
0: the wrestling world, because a, a, a little line here in figure four says the following. I guess in Wales... The talent is more important than the brand name. Last week they ran a WWF oh, tribute show no. in yeah, could, Anglesey yeah. with Kane, Road Dogg, Matt Hardy, Stone Cold, Undertaker, and Rock. They drew
1: 250 fans. Jesus!
0: <laughs> there was money in them there.
1: That, that, that's why we did it. Oh, that like, we like, did like it I was in the there. UK. That was a UK.
0: Thing. That's yeah. why we did it. There's, you, there are you can see some iconic posters. <sighs> From these shows, they, they they do the rounds on Reddit every so Not often. Not
1: enough of those posters or pictures; of those posters is, is exist. I deserve very, to be seen by wrestling fans. More, there? Yeah, but they were yeah they they were on for bloody ages um, to get us through the really awkward period post World of Sport cancellation and or pre I don't know FWA I guess we're in now but yeah I'm it was so a steady very very slow rise to that level and yeah that, that kept people going.
0: I'm so keen
1: to speak to people who were part of it for a documentary. Oh, well, uh, UK Undertaker isn't available because they're booked on MECW's (laughs) next show. (laughs)
0: Um, I'll end on a funny line about the XFL and then we can start SmackDown. Uh, from Figure Four Weekly this week, XFL officials—remember her—decided uh, that they weren't going to give out the championship rings they promised to the winners of the XFL LA Extreme. They did say if the players want one, they could have it, but they'd have to pay for it themselves. That is
1: shocking. <laughs>
0: Fucking ridiculous. The poor buggers—they—they—they they, they put together a team in a shonky league that died on its ass. We've won the thing. Yeah, if you want the rings, you have got to buy them. Shocking. <laughs> Carney, Carney, Carney. Although yeah. MCW getting
1: da. a brief mention, as it did in Power Slam um, this month. Oh, Obviously, did it? This is uh, uh, October 2001's oh. edition that then covers <laughs> oh. the last two
0: The photo... Now, Power Slam magazine uh, iconically uses like copyright-free photos and photos taken by... by not so don't know where the photographers is it's a picture of Steve Austin on the front cover of this one, which in which he's clearly mid sentence and in the sunglasses that he's wearing, you can see like other microphones and other people that he's talking to. Yeah. It's great. I love power. I'd power
1: like your power. the cheapest photo of Steve Austin, please. <laughs> no, that's too cheap. Actually, wait, you can you can see the camera. I think. Is that a camera? Is that the camera in the shot?
0: <laughs> it might very well be.
1: That's outstanding. Well, I
0: outstanding.
1: I don't know how we're possibly going to get there. Enough about MECW, bloody hell. Um, I don't know how we're possibly going <laughs> to top the opener of this. <laughs> that's we'll, a, do our, that's a... we'll do our very best. Uh, so, straight into the cold open. No intro. So, uh, hey, you, are you trying to be mean? Whoa, da, 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 da. Brings us to the pep oh. Center. In Denver, Colorado. It doesn't have the same effect, does it? No, it I,
0: I think we might just...
1: Whitty wee whitty-woo. Oh, yeah. that's, that's what we go with. Yeah. That,
0: that's the we'll noise
1: that, that we go with. Whitty-wee, whitty-woo. Oh, that's the noise. <laughs> Smackdown is a mile high tonight, says Cole. And we start with Rob Van Damme, <laughs> the hardcore champion. <laughs> very, cool. very good, Cole, very good. Also, WF versus WCW tonight in a six-man tag match. Kurt Angle versus Chris Canyon. And also, in the biggest news of them all, the WWF New York is full. <laughs> Phew.
0: <laughs> Those Jimmy Hart pastas are flying out.
1: I think I got brought up on the main podcast. Like, Jimmy Hart pasta. And like, what does that mean? I'm like,
0: oh, no, it's the Nitro. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I love You know how like, you have good cross.
1: puns, like Booker T Bone Steak or whatever? Yeah, Nitro Girl didn't have them.
0: No, <laughs> no, it had some, but then it got lazy with Jimmy oh, Hart. Pastor. Fuck this.
1: No one's going to come eat here. <laughs> Jimmy Hart pasta. RVD is in the ring and Tony Chimmel is announcing so he is of course the hardcore champion. <laughs> He's taking oh, on boy. Jeff Hardy in a SummerSlam rematch. Ooh, lucky us. They know each other so much. Sorry, that's Jeff Hardy. There he do, is. Do, 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 sexy, sexy, sexy. These two know each other so much after having been involved in many matches over the years and having the same dealer. <laughs> Taz calls The Rock the wannabe Booker T. Uh, and it's... Honorable mention. Looking through the stuff to read about in Powerslam, one thing that Finn Martin would love to bring up is when wrestlers lie through their thick CT-ridden teeth. <laughs> um, Tough Enough began its run on Sky One on September second. For me, one of the highlights of the first episode was hearing the five foot six inch Taz say the straight face that he was five foot nine inches tall. Wrestlers never cease to crack me up. I legitimately think Finn Martin laughed at that. No. I think he did. <laughs> Is that his laugh?
0: Darling, what's what's making you laugh? You nearly spilt your Sonic the Hedgehog curry. Oh, you won't believe it, the wife. <laughs> he <laughs> said five foot nine, but he's five foot six. No. Like,
1: Finn <laughs> can only laugh at wrestlers lying or making mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on only fools and horses and goes, it's a pot of shit, this. <laughs>
0: Until that episode where Del Boy goes, hey, let's go watch Taz wrestle. He's seven foot. No!
1: Honey, bring up the typewriter.
0: (laughs) I was writing my article. (laughs) Come on, the wife.
1: RVD sells his leg. Wow, he's learning. It's RVD, though. They're not
0: making much money in WCW. (laughs) Ha ha ha!
1: RVD is from the Bruce Hart School of Wrestling, so he does his move, then go, ow, oh, that hurts, afterwards. <laughs> Jeff smashes a broom against it, which doesn't look as cool as you probably thought it would. The broom gets used, then rolls to the outside and tells the fans about the three-star match he had with Ric Flair in 87. <laughs> oh, it will be a long episode. RVD does the forward roll, of the monkey flip while holding the chair, which looks like the Sistine Chapel in this period of wrestling. RVD brings out a table with such obvious cuts on the top of it, you'd think it was Devon Dudley's forehead. <laughs> This thing was scratched to fuck. Look at the the back of a PS1 demo disc your friend had borrowed. (laughs) Jeff converts it into a top rope Frankensteiner inside the ring in a spot Mm. so beautiful. Clearasil endorses the replay. (laughs) Jeff gets the ladder out, so maybe Bluetooth should have sponsored it instead. (laughs) Jeff climbs the metaphor at ringside, (laughs) do you get it? To get ready to put RVD through it on the outside, but then misses to completely eat shit. The table exploded like my PS4, trying to load God of War right now <laughs> <rock. laughs> <laughs> Quick, left, run!
0: I love it when you t- I like it when you try and turn on your PlayStation 4 at night. And it's just like, it sounds like fucking Gatwick
1: Airport. <laughs> Crowd chance for Hardy to recover as the EMTs come to bury him alive. The EMT has asked Jeff if he's okay, and he says, wow, is it Friday already? (laughs) Jeff is led away, and then Raven, what, shows up with his own referee to take out RVD with a bulldog on the chair. Raven hits the even flu, but RVD kicks out to establish the pecking order of things here in WWF. (laughs) RVD twats him with a bin lid, then puts him away with a five-star frog splash. Stephanie McMahon and her dog whistle voice yells that she was getting fit for her new hair, that's not right. It's a new hat. I've new hat, hat and I hair. Say. Say. New hair and hat. It's a new tag team. I, I, I guess when you have a hat, it does change your hair. That is true. And she sees her teammates fighting out here on SmackDown. You're on the same team, you idiots. Steph is raging at the teammates fighting and says she didn't use her hard-earned money to see them fall apart like this. It was a good line. She makes them shake hands because they ain't hurt that bad. <laughs> Again, another good one. But Raven refuses... So here comes Stink Austin. <laughs> With all the energy of, of when your mum says, I'm going to call your father downstairs. Yes. <laughs> Ozzy pushes the ladder down on his way to the ring. Austin yells a lot, uh, and he yells what a lot as well. Oh, no. And says he wants them to act like respectable Alliance members. RVD does the RVD point thing to get some heat as he leaves. (laughs) What? Austin reminds us that Kurt Angle ruined Austin Appreciation Night on Raw with the milk. That happened. Yeah. So um,
0: I've got a few bits about milkomania Since we all talk about it, I think it's good to to give it an idea. So this was the episode of Raw where after SummerSlam... Austin Appreciation Night with Steve Austin having the alliance sing him songs and give him praise and give him gifts is ruined by Kurt Angle driving a milk truck into the arena with a hose pipe attached and blasting everybody with legitimate milk. It is it is a moment in time. Uh, figure Four said. It was a great climax to a terrible episode of Raw. (laughs) Kurt Angle says it's his favorite moment as a sports entertainer. He wanted to drive the milk float into the arena for his Hall of Fame speech, but they couldn't get it logistically worked out, which is a shame. Uh, He was told under no uncertain terms to hit the ring with the truck. He ended up oversteering and hit the ring with the truck anyway. Uh, Nothing happened. It was fine. (laughs) Uh, He gives a lot of props on the, ironically, on the Kurt Angle podcast to Ellis, who was WWF's prop guy. He made weapons and the and, and stuff, and he's the guy that, that d shreds the tables before the shows and stuff like that. Um, he was charged with fitting the milk truck to have a milk shooting hose. And Conrad says, what would you have done if it wouldn't work? And he says, well, the whole segment would have been fucked. Like, literally, <laughs> literally, literally, it had to work, and if it didn't, then it didn't. Um, throwing bottles of milk at people. <laughs> Kurt started throwing milk cartons at the Alliance before the, he gets the hose out. One of these milk cartons hits somebody in the front row on the right-hand side of the hard cam. Incredible reach. And the whole front row on that right-hand side got soaked in milk. Yes. Yeah, Again, legitimate <laughs> legitimate milk cartons. And Angle fucking got an arm on him. Hoid it across. You well, think he was Olympian or something? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Uh, some people always... The people always ask the question, was that really milk? And the answer is yes. That was legitimately milk, probably a bit watered down, but the majority of it was milk. Uh, Post show, Kurt had to catch a red eye plane to go and do uh, some stuff outside of the, the city they were in. Didn't have time to get changed, so he stank of milk in the airport oh. and on the flight for six hours. He oh. sat there, and it all seeped into his shoes. And 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 people apparently in the in the section with him were asking themselves. He could hear them saying, "What's that smell?" Like? <laughs> And it was his milk-filled <laughs> stale-ass <laughs> shoes and his swamp-ass filled with milk. So Kurt Angle really suffered for his art with milkomania. But what a moment in wrestling! Yeah, that it was one. worth it. So good, a brilliant little, a brilliant little pastiche of Austin's beer truck. From yeah, 1998. Yeah, I think so. I want to say? Yeah, wonderfully
1: done. Wonderfully. I want to know if the like the front row people—they give it anything. Um, would like sorry I about would, giving you covered in milk, a towel? To some shi- yeah. <laughs> some cookies that put themselves I would Im- in.
0: I would imagine. I don't know. It's weird because like I think in this day and age, there would be a big fuss kicked up online, and they'd probably get free tickets. Right, right. Um, I don't know what they got actually. I have no idea. XFL trophies. They, they, they got the address to send a check to to receive an XFL mm. ring.
1: <laughs> and if that wasn't bad enough, here's Jericho tomorrow's of Mania and the lovely YouTube poop edit that goes around going, oh, Jim Ross going, oh, my God, come.
0: I haven't seen it. Have you not seen
1: it? Oh. <laughs> Try to see find it. Jericho does a lot of milk jokes because he's cutting edge. And he's also wearing a Lugs jersey. And he notices <laughs> Austin has a free schedule tonight. So as you defend the title, Austin laughs at his stupid haircut and his stupid lines about Steph and Deb's cooking, which... Jericho didn't make any reference to, it, which I thought was hilarious. Also, Jericho <laughs> oh, doesn't deserve a title shot, so there. Jericho says, so, oh, so you'll have a match tonight, but not for the title, says Jericho. And Austin says, no. <laughs> and there's a big awkward pause. <laughs> As Austin is so out there, he's bugging out the wrestlers he's doing promos with. There's lack of sense. <laughs> so Jericho says, a um, fine, and says like... <laughs> Well, whatever happens, the crowd won't be booing Austin. They'll be going moo. Ugh. Nice nice Jericho of- is wrestling's best example of, I'm going to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Sometimes literally. Yes. Uh, nice bit of interwining storyline with the Alliance lads fighting each other and Austin getting a bitch and obviously Jericho getting his uh, weak, dairy-filled shot. Even if Jeff's Bob... <laughs> Jeff... <laughs> Jeff's bump was a waste of the poor Twink's body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if anybody should waste man. that money, it's me, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I think, like, Je- we... Da, 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 da. No, <laughs> Jeff, that ladder's too high up. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Here he comes.
0: Here da, da, da. Oh, 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 I am the table! Oh, you
1: pre-cut it. El- 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 Elias is getting fired. <laughs> and anyway, what do you think of please, this, Lovie? use that in <laughs> I send it. botswana has got standards. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I
0: okay, I think that compared to last week it was such a bumbling first segment of SmackDown where it's the timing was all off. Like they had Booker and Shane go out and then go back and then Rock come out and Booker T. This was a marked improvement. Yep. Everything flowed beautifully. We had a cracker of a match between Jeff and Van Dam, as we always do. It bled into a little bit of dissension, smellless, amongst the Alliance. Oh, no. And then from there, we got Austin interacting with Van Dam for the first time mm-hmm. proper, which is nice to see. Uh, Austin interacting with Raven once more. And then it came into Chris Jericho. I thought the Jericho bit wasn't as strong as what we'd seen before. And as you say, Austin bugging out, just confusing
1: fuck out of everybody. Um, I love it. Oh, so we'll have a match night, but not for the title. No. No. (laughs)
0: Jericho like...
1: Fucking great but,
0: but I enjoyed I enjoyed that first chunk
1: of SmackDown. I thought it was great fun. I I also liked it. Uh, Finn Martin, did you see the advert on WF programming for Unforgiven? Did you notice that Austin was listed as being a four-time WWE champion? Ha <laughs> ha! Wrong! Oh <my.
0: laughs> The wife, get in here! <laughs> They've done it again! <laughs>
1: The Dudleys are here to take on Sho and Gun, who are neither called Sho-Gun nor dressed colour-coordinatedly. That's a word. Well done. Good typing there, idiot. They could be a decent tag team. Billy Gun charges both <laughs> Dudleys, but Sho walks to the ring, and the match technically starts without him as he's so slow he's still on the ramp by the time the bell rings. Taz then says Big Show stats only matter if he was at the cattle market. <laughs>
0: They just dunk on Paul White endlessly. I love
1: this Billy Gunn, who is normal-sized now with BS as his partner, makes the tag to show, and the crowd are really happy to see Big Show for some reason. <laughs> the WF cannot relate. Big Show goes to the top rope and misses an elbow drop. What in the fuck? I have typed here? Uh, very rare that Big Show would go to the top rope in any part of his career, mm. in 2001 especially. Bubba and Devon ruin his balls, and then a double flapjack stops Gunn. Big Show hears about the flapjack and blocks the 3D because he's too fat. And then he chokes Sam's d to win. A completely nuts three-minute match here. And I love this. Brilliant. What a great usage of Big Show and Billy Gunn. All yeah. right, Big Show, take one bump and then it's a finish, all right? It's, okay. the, it's the
0: most cheers they've all, they've both had in a while.
1: <laughs> the, the crowd like, Yay! <laughs> Big Show and Billy Good. What the hell? Our dreams have come true. Do we have to like, no, this is the one time we want you to be indifferent so we can keep on take the piss out of him. And you cheer him louder than he has been in months. I oh, seem to
0: remember that they get used quite a bit. There's quite a lot of focus on them in SmackDown. Just bring it, which
1: is coming soon. That's right. Yeah. So Ross saying, yeah, uh, mm. they were called Shogun as a tag yeah, team Shogun, because yeah. <laughs> in the video game, if it's in the video game, it's official. It's canon. Uh, the Rock asks a random dude something backstage. That is that no caused, ordinary random dude. That caused dude. Tom to ask God the holic who it was in Slack.
0: <laughs> who was this, Tom? Well, do you know what? I feel terrible for asking. Oh, sorry. Right? Then. No, 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 it's okay. I feel terrible for asking because I went, I know him. I can't figure where from. That is former guest of Desert Island Graps, uh, host of the movie Schmodown, Christian Harloff, former writer for WWE, uh, movie buff, YouTube mogul, lovely guy. And we even had a conversation last year about this segment, which you're hearing right now. There he is, Christian Harloff. Lovely guy. I feel terrible for going, who is that? And I was like, of course it is. Of course it's Christian. Well, Tom,
1: you've interviewed so many amazing people who work backstage. Not on screen in the WWF during this period of time. You're only a human. Mm. After all. <laughs> but Somehow. no, it was nice seeing... I, I like that bit. It was a fun little little tete-a-tete yeah. between Christian and The Rock. It's like when Alfred Hitchcock would appear in his own films as man getting off train. <laughs> huh. The Rock sees the APA, obviously in the APA's den where they've got a little door and they're playing poker and whatever. The Rock refuses to walk through the door, so the APA tell him off. (laughs) The Rock is The Rock, so he's not going to go around and do what they do. So instead, he knocks on the door from the inside, and the APA go, Hey, it's The Rock! (laughs) (laughs) The door bit was such an amazing bit of character building. Uh, The Rock says some things about winning tonight, but the damn crowd is so loud for him, you can barely hear him in a pre-tape. Good God. Good God. Anyway, The Rock wins a cards, and the APA accused him of cheating and it leaves through the wall. And they're like, whoa!
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I'll tell you how much The Rock has exponentially grown as a mega well, As a megastar mega by this point. Right? How much he's how how far and high he's he's reaching. He's like, I saw these three together. And I thought, oh, this is a good little unit. I like that. They should do that. And then my brain went, Two thirds of the nation of domination. Like, of course, like, like, mm. Far- Farouk was. Far- Farouk bitch slapped The Rock metaphorically for months and months and months in '97 and '98. Like, and I'm acting like, oh, this is new. It's like that's because The Rock has just become. Yeah. He, he, he he is metaphorically and literally so much bigger than he was when he teamed yeah. with Farouk that I just misread it as a whole yeah. new setup.
1: Is <laughs> he during his period? They wouldn't have mentioned anything like that. Nowadays you can see them easily doing something like little reference and like oh whatever. Hey, we'll um, beat them
0: by any means necessary. Yeah, 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 yeah hey. remember that. But
1: like back then it's like, no, you're right. They're, they're two completely different characters yeah. now. This is the APA Farouk. This is uh the Rock, who's mm. gonna be the Scorpion King very soon. So and I think you showed the different people because yeah, The Rock, you went through a wall. To escape, to get out of that place afterwards. Mm. A wall, Tom. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Like the Kool-Aid man. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, in a place where Rock hasn't damaged the walls, Edge talks to his grandma. He hands the phone to Christian, but she hangs up. Christian's like, ah, bad signal. (laughs) Christian is so happy because he's got Edge's IC title match tonight cancelled. Ah, what a guy. And then it's like, uh, all right. It's okay, though, because tonight we can wrestle for the tag team titles instead. Eight time, eight time, eight time. Edge is not thrilled. As it's against the friggin' Brothers of Destruction, the highlight of the SmackDown podcast. And Christian says, what's a podcast? And goes, Does matter, doesn't matter. Sorry, we're breaking the system. Christian is confident and says, he'll see you and the trophy later. And leaves and says, waves goodbye to Edge's King Ring trophy. Edge is concerned. Just this slow-cooking brisket we have in the background. Where else is going on?
0: If there was ever any indicator of the Edge and Christian split and the... And the plans going forward for both men, uh, it was this week. This wasn't shown on TV. Uh, This week, there was a a commercial shoot for WWF No Mercy 2001 for the pay-per-view. Like a baseball-themed commercial was shot this week. A baseball-themed? Apparently baseball. I do not remember that. um, And I'll tell you why I think it's baseball in a minute. Uh, So in the commercial is the APA, Kane, of course, and Edge. No Christian. Just Edge in the commercial. So that says... There, Edge is, your gu- Edge is the guy. If there was ever any doubt, Edge is the guy. They're getting him on there. Um, so he was, he was this week away with Jeff Hardy as well. Jeff Hardy's in the commercial as well. No Matt, just Jeff. Uh, Jeff, Kane, Edge, the APA, all doing a commercial for No Mercy 1001, alongside some indie guys from the local area <laughs> who played uh, little extras. Uh, Ricky Reyes, who played the umpire. And there were baseball players played by Tom Howard, Frankie Kazarian, and Smelly.
1: <laughs> I have no memory I'm gonna of see this if I bloody... Can you have a look for that? I'm
0: going to have a little look. It, it could a, be a case a, of one of these things where they
1: filmed a commercial. For No Mercy? No Mercy. Oh, well, No Mercy is going to be the... Um, well, I mean, it's a non, in a certain way the... Post nine eleven shows. So yeah, so it, it could.
0: E- oh no, here it is. No, no, it existed. The maybe yeah, I
1: like, it aired. Didn't it? It exists. It okay. exists. I found it. I found it on. And then on. again, I wasn't watching the wrestling as much as I was back in the day. So maybe, obviously, it aired. Like next week on SmackDown, look like Doofus's. Okay. So, uh, okay.
0: If you're, so uh, by baseball. the way, if you're watching on the Patreon, if you're with us on the Patreon, uh, you'll you'll see the.
1: Patreon. Yeah, and and do you know what else was in uh, baseball? the baseball? That great episode of T Space Nine, Star Trek. There
0: you go. <laughs> so.
1: Okay. That's the most baseball manager-looking baseball manager they can get. Yep. Kane. Kane Kane knocks out the park because, like, uh, (laughs) baseball. Baseball and wrestling—two things where steroids are legal.
0: Oh, there's Matt. Matt made it. (laughs) Kane doing it.
1: Yay! (laughs) Kane, got everybody in a way. Clears the bases. (laughs) (laughs) Yay!
0: There you go. That, yeah. That was, that that was the commercial. Nice.
1: They had three jokes. They stuck to them. That's fine. <laughs>
0: Kept it. That's
1: like the big show match. <laughs> we do two things. We're doing do quickly.
0: I like how WWF has this trope where for random commercials, it will be, here's a non-wrestling
1: thing. Here are the wrestlers just fucking killing everybody. The best one. And I, it, it should have really been I helped him get the top more. But SummerSlam 96, I think. And it must have been the Olympic games that year. The Blander, mm. I think, was it 96? Uh, it's like the summer games and it's, t- and it's like classical music playing and it's yeah, wrestlers doing stuff. And the rest of them don't look that good. Apart from Armour Johnson, who's doing the hurdles and he just powers through them all smashes smash them. <laughs> I thought that was the best. Well, we'll get to
0: that on the Classic Raw review, because SummerSlam's around the Uh, corner.
1: uh, I think like, older
0: Joy's playing a thing in his Spanish (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, no Christian, just Edge in that trailer, Mm. in that commercial. Interesting.
1: Wow. Nietzsche was right. Christian is dead. (laughs) In the Alliance locker room, we see Canyon, O'Hare, JC. JC. Oh, just just incredible. Palumbo. And the SmackDown debut, I think, of Chavo. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's been in like the the huddle of alliance. Oh guys. no, you're right. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. He's getting your lines you? here? <laughs> but he, but this is this is the most we've seen him because there's less bodies around him. Yeah, Did you see the news you said like I, Christi- I love these things that come up on the news feed, because I'm like 90 like, of it's amazing. The it other's just you have to report something right. Yeah. So one of them was just Chavo interested. It- being involved in Rock and Roman Reigns. I saw that. <laughs> it's like, of course you fucking uh-huh. are. Chavo also interested in a role in the Fast and the Furious franchise.
0: <laughs> yeah, are yeah. you? Chavo yeah. interested yeah. in buying a lottery ticket with a million pounds. <laughs>
1: Chavo interested
0: in, in having sex with a Jeff Hardy, Circa 2001. <laughs>
1: Oh, we both thought the same thing. (laughs) Canyon is thrilled with the idea of beating Kurt Angle tonight. And the evil locker room, I noticed, is poorly lit. So you know... They're the bad ones.
0: Although in the background you could see uh, a whiteboard that said "Who better than Canyon?" and a bunch of names crossed out underneath. <laughs> oh, I didn't know was that. I couldn't read the names; it was too blurry. It was too, it was it was two two thousand and one cameras. But um,
1: Tom Howard, Smelly, <laughs>
0: yeah, Frankie Casarian, Baseball cane. exactly.
1: Canyon asks, "Who better than Angle?" and they all say Canyon to hype him up. <laughs> I love the sense of commandery here. I put a consider yourself part of the alliance. Consider yourself. Completely unknown to Vince. <laughs> We've taken you? Even though you've forgotten, it's clear you're all going to lose to Austin. Hey! As far as I got there. Say, do the joke, then fuck off. <laughs> Cut, Angler's here, and God is he over. Mm. Cole asks why Canyon's not put his US title on the line in this match if he's not scared of Angle, and Taz yells, because Angle doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Taz is slowly getting it.
0: Taz and Cole scream at each other during
1: this. T- Taz, Taz is about the finish to SummerSlam. T- Taz is getting it. Mm. And by the shape and size from last time, it is uh, type 2 diabetes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Canyon blocks the belly to belly and gets a lovely ankle roll. No one cares about this fluid wrestling, however, and the crowd tells him that he sucks. Crowd only want to cheer for Angle. They don't, they don't even... They're barely booing Canyon. They just want to cheer yeah, for Kirk. they just want to react to Kirk. Yeah, Triple Germans get stopped at the second one, so it's after Volta, but before Eva stoffi uh, And Canyon turns it into another bloody suplex that I couldn't call for love nor money because Canyon would just invent moves. Crowd is utterly not into the random suplexing, though, which is a shame. Angle gets the ankle lock to put Canyon away. Canyon was game, but the crowd wasn't. What say you, Tom? Um, well, Canyon's
0: flatliner has a name, uh, which I didn't know until this point. Uh, his finish is called I'm Better Than You. And that's a really lazy Oof. name for a finish, isn't it? I should yell it as he's going, I'm better than you. I'd literally prefer a, to call it the Canyon Cutter. I'd literally prefer <laughs> the Canyon Cutter to I'm Better Than You. Um, Shane wasn't a non- was not a non-title match, but I guess we're building to that. Because I think Kurt Angle's US champion seems that like would, a lovely fit. Uh, yeah, but he's above that. I think, do you know what? I think it's one of those things where you can be above a belt and you can hold the belt and elevate people around you with it. John Cena did it with the US title. Yeah, but like right now, he's going oh, to be right now. Angled, so. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. And I guess the last thing you need is for... Angle. Oh, the WCW US champion to have a, a higher pecking order than Booker
1: T. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: There is that, there is that. Uh, Speaking Michael, of.
1: no, no, no. Michael Cole calls Test a turncoat. As he comes out to team up with Rhino and that test turned on APA for no reason. That's simply not true, Your Honor. And we have proof. Fake news. Yes. They're teaming up with Booker who gets, and this is such a bitter pill to swallow, no pop. Mm. There is fuck and all for Booker. Some good news backstage for Booker T this week. Why do you find a fiver on the floor? Uh,
0: no, no, no. Sharmel um, Sullivan's been signed. Oh. The wife's coming in. She was backstage at SummerSlam and she was backstage at SmackDown.
1: I'd want the ref to hire me a wife as well if I was just down <laughs> in the dumps. farmer wants a wife. <laughs> <The>
0: farmer <laughs> wants a wife. <laughs> So it's great, another another wrestler's wife that DDP can lust over in a future storyline. Oh. oh wait, no, we'll wait for Kurt Angle yeah, to do that on. in a few years' time. Hey, Kurt,
1: it's a script that DDP turned down
0: <laughs> on Raw. That's bu- not the word, Vince. I know, but I nah, just use the word but anyway. I know, but
1: how good is it that he said it? Yeah, on Raw, Booker got DQ'd beating up Tajiri too much because he can't even beat Tajiri.
0: I think this was an attempt to get the heat back. They can't. Oh, it they I, heaven for fun, why you can't just have him pinned to Jiri, but he does a number on him, which I thought was great, and just have him pinned some people. Okay, yeah, he
1: gave him a, a particularly vicious spinner rooney. We get a replay of APA clotheslining Shane so hard at SummerSlam, he had to pull a Del Rio tonight and no show. <laughs> <laughs> the pop for The Rock is so good. Oh. Cole says something about it's the loudest pop since the Avalanches won the series. Why would you cheer for an avalanche, Cole? People died, Michael. (laughs) Jesus. Have some respect. We had a great promo We
0: had a great promo from The Rock on Raw this week. Uh, I don't think it gets mentioned in it, but I, I look back into it. So this was The Rock coming out on WWF television for the first time as WCW champion. Oh, that's right. Uh, Shane was saying that he's disrespectful that Rock has the belt, and The Rock came out and said he actually recognises the lineage of the WCW title. He name-drops Frank Gotch, Luthez, Ricky Steamboat, and Ric Flair, even as a Ric Flair struts
1: oh. on, the, on the stage.
0: He then mocks the recent history of the WCW title. Yeah. Diamond Dallas Page, Booker T the guy from Scream 2, the
1: dog from Married With
0: Children, yeah. the maid from the Jeffersons. Like your yeah. sister, everyone gets a turn.
1: There yeah. You go. I remember that exact bit because I didn't see that promo, but it was in Power Slams If I Could Be Serious for a Minute. Mm. Yeah. Which is where they do, like, quotes on TV shows. The the, the dog from Married With Children. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's... Again, we've said this beforehand. Rock, God, you could. But it is sometimes like watching... Uh, a gazelle being led to a lion when the person can't combat it. And they're uh, saying stuff like, all right, Prairie Sutton, you're bong-eyed and you're shit. And Prairie Suttons. but I am bong-eyed and shit. Is, <laughs> how am I supposed to combat that after The Rock said it? How is Buggy supposed to come back from that? The WCW title means a lot. The, the 10 pounds of gold, baby. Uh, you in the last years of WCW stink. Yeah, like, he came the so The guy close. from Scream won it. You're like... Hey, what's Mugger going to say? Hey, that dog put
0: up a hell of a fight. (laughs) He came so close to putting the WWE title right over and then went, oh, by the way, it's shit now, though. It's fine, I've got it. It's all good. But
1: don't worry, I've got it. I'm going to make it better. It's like, all right, why don't you take Charmel while you're at it as well, Rock? It's (laughs) good.
0: Take my wife, please.
1: (laughs) Farouk slams Rhino as he realizes he's small and heavy, like a keg. (laughs) Bradshaw does the same as I wonder who's going to have to sell for heat between these three (laughs) hosses. Test batters Bradshaw, and he goes, yeah, he'll do. The Rock tags in 10 seconds later and annihilates Test with a Feynman's carry arm drag thing. That's so cool. It doesn't matter if it was technically a mess. <laughs> the Rock takes apart Rhino until Rhino tags out Booker, who refuses to tag in because he's a bitch and he scared The Rock. So Test, big boots, Rock, because he's such a good oh, mate. Cleans his clock. Yep. Crowd boos as the referee can't spot all three WCW guys kicking Rock down, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> It is of course, the biggest referee in the world doing it. So <laughs> massive Rocky chance. And it all breaks down with Bradshaw clotheslining Test as hard as he can, Rhino goring Farouk, and then The Rock blocking the spinner Rooney because he knows it's his deadliest attack. Then the weird finish, The Rock throws Booker into the ring and Booker manages the scissor kick on Farouk and pins him anyway because The Rock was distracted with Test. Farouk sold the scissor kick way too early, and that's been his Ben Hour selling position for way too long. <laughs> like, he was doing musical statues. But Booker does the spinning ruin the ramp to rub it in Rock's face. Yeah, take that, Rock. Hot,
0: hot match nonetheless. You were very polite on the weird finish because it wasn't just a case of Rock threw Booker T into the ring. Rock beat the fuck out of Booker T outside, <laughs> banged his head off the steel steps. Like DDP. Like DDP. Then threw him into the ring, to which Booker T shook all of that off immediately and hit an axe kick on for <laughs>
1: They did the bottom bit and went, oh, look, knackers. Just, <laughs> hey, guys, guys, he's still selling. <laughs> His pad's disconnected. Great.
0: Uh, kick. uh Weird finish, but yeah, really hot
1: match. Like, yeah. really, really hot match. And then X-Pac is in WWF New York with both titles. X-Pac says he's the first dude to hold both WWF and WWE titles together. Undertaker and Kane say, yes. He's right. <laughs> Pac yells a bunch while I notice the lovely carpet they have for the stage.
0: <laughs> it's like a spoons carpet. That's it.
1: That's, the, that's all the decorum they have It's a big stage and a big carpet. And you know what? Tom's going to tell us all about it while I go for my morning poo.
0: Okay, you go for your morning poo. I've got some, I've got some distressing X-Pac news. Oh, no. Which I will save until you're back uh, as Matthew Greg ducks away. We could edit these bits out of the cold garlic classic SmackDown review, but I choose not to. Maybe this is a point where you want to take a comfort break uh, because this is where I will thank you once again for not only uh, making us top of your Spotify rap list, which a few have, and thank you very much indeed, but also thank you for continuing to support us throughout 2022. Uh, We've seen uh, a lot more friends on the classic review side of things on the podcast feed, and I'm eternally grateful that you're part of it. So thank you so much. Uh, You may be listening to these, uh, I will use this time to tell you that if you wish to watch them, you see, Matthew and I, we record the classic SmackDown reviews in what is the newsroom for Cultaholic. So the news backdrop that you see on the news videos, it's Matthew and I sat in front of that doing the SmackDown thing. Sometimes you might understand why we have weird non-sequiturs. We do our best to explain them because we're, we always gesticulate towards the camera. Uh, you can understand them if you become a Patreon in the new year, and you can watch episodes of the Cultaholic Smackdown Review and the Classic Raw Review and the Classic Nitro Review as well with Sam Driver and myself. Plus, if you enjoy Desert Island Graps, every single episode of Desert Island Graps gets recorded on a Zoom call. So we we, we tidied that up, we put a nice background behind it, and you can watch the interviews as well, uh, which is another little element that we quite like doing. So you can, and those are exclusively. For our Patreon supporters, those amazing people uh, that that every month will do a little bit to help us bring a little bit more. And we're very grateful for you. And that is a little thank you from us. So you can join us as a Patreon and watch those. But sometimes that's not enough. How would you like to be on an episode of the Classic Smackdown Review via Zoom? How about me and Math sit here and chat to you about an episode of Smackdown that you loved? That could be a thing. You can do that as well. You can. There's numerous tiers that you can do on the Patreon, and uh, numerous pledges and tiers that you can do to support. Uh, one of those is indeed to be a, a the third man in, in in NWO style on the cultaholic classic review of your choice. Uh, patreon.com forward slash cultaholic if you would like to be a part of that as well. It'd be lovely to have you with us uh, for a future episode. Sign up and find more details at patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic. Blue Matthew Chew! From his Blue Chew.
1: <laughs> I'm very <laughs> sorry. All respect to Agent Christian, but the most powerful tag team in all the Cultaholic Classics McDonald review is the first coffee of the day followed by laughing my ass off with Tom. So <laughs> I'm very sorry for the unprofessionalism We're very good. There. We're What's very sad- good for your roughage. Exactly. What's uh, the Xbox news uh,
0: from the Observer this week? Xbox, after all the criticism, is dumping Uncle Cracker entrance music and replacing it with a version of Saliva's "Your Disease." And I wanna take you down, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But your soul cannot be found. I don't think he even it uses that. No matter what you say,
1: because your disease is getting away. away. I always got confused that with who was the was it Spine Shank who did "New Disease." Nobody, nobody changed my mind. Oh, but it still new disease. disease. It's not them. It's uh,
0: definitely saliva. Yeah, a, WWE's favorite band, as they will become.
1: Uh, so yeah, oh, it's the God. end of
0: Uncle Cracker. We had everything we ever wanted, and now we've got to give it back. Furious.
1: I mean, people say they ha- hate X Factor, yeah,
0: but you ain't gonna look at me like that. You ain't gonna look at me like that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah. livid. I'm livid. I'm so sad. I think.
1: Wait, are we? Is X Factor just it's still X Pac and Albert at this point. Yeah, because Albert showed up in the paper. Yeah, yeah X Pac
0: and Albert are still X Factor.
1: But just Incredible left to hang out with, you know, Chavo and Kanye. Yeah,
0: he's, he's got to hang out with his real friends. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to hang out with the real boys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, Good man. luck with that, pal. Shame. <laughs> I love I love Albert's. I Stayed together. I think they do reunite for an indie show years later. Brilliant. As as X Factor. X Factor. I love X Factor. I'll have to find footage of that if they actually and as I hope that they came out together with the X Factor Uncle Cracker song. When he was on Desert Island Grabs, I asked him
0: specifically about X Factor, and he lit up because no, cause everyone talks about the NWO, and everyone talks about DX. Yeah, 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 No one talks about X Factor. So I'm like, let's talk That's about That's what X-Factor. I would do. He's like, hey. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> And we chatted, for, and it was him when he said, like, um, it was him that pitched the song. Uh, well, and and Shay McMahon, I think, wanted him to have Red Hot Chili Peppers. a chili, He wanted him to have a Chili song. And he was
1: like, no, I want Uncle Cracker. What what possible Chili song would he have? 2001. He did tell me.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen to Desire the no, and one no, find well. out. I have to check, actually. But he really wanted him to have a Chili song. Interesting.
1: I was like, no, Uncle Cracker. Yeah.
0: Get in, next bucket.
1: Good lad, good lad. Yeah, I changed it instead of doing suck it, it goes suck my kiss. So <laughs> wow, X Pac, you're like a completely new character, you're barely recognisable. <laughs> it's too it's too Sorry. dangerous. We have to change. Go back Sorry, to Sorry, mate,
0: have you seen X Pac around? I can't see him anywhere.
1: <laughs> Regal De Jeary, uh a backstage. Uh, no they're not, they're in the blue war room. Watching that show, going bloody hell to Jiri. <laughs> can I can I switch over? I want to watch BBC's new series. I love the nineties.
0: <laughs> I want to watch. I want to watch Beach on the Run.
1: I've been reminded of nineteen ninety eight. Oh, actually, no, I don't. Bloody hell. He's there with Tajiri going. You see, he was in the bill. <laughs> this, this watch out, just... Jiri. You might have to defend yourself against Beach. <laughs> it's so beach Sat. Yeah, yeah it's a horrible <laughs> Regal impression I'm very sorry uh, right. but anyway no no stop be serious uh, Perry Saturn shows up somehow getting a pop I hate you all he's still looking for Moppy and Regal goes it's alright you bloody idiot I've bloody well find her and my <laughs> he was like you have and he- <laughs> Regal presents a fake Moppy <laughs>
0: Like Jr.
1: in '96.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can confirm that fake Moppy was played by Rick Bogner. Yeah, the crowd
1: <laughs> instantly the mob comes out, crying, "Hey, that's not the rebirth! <laughs> Regal!" But we own the copyright on Moppy.
0: <laughs> on that, actually, I must put, I must mention this to you. We mentioned it on the Raw review, which comes out on Monday. At the same time. As the curtain call, ECW had Rick Bogner playing a character called Cut and Slice Ramirez.
1: Oh, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> was that where Vince went? Hmm. <laughs>
1: we I think own he Razor Room. <laughs> I think he had a tryout already at the same time. I think, but it's a shit again. Like I said, if you see him in FMW kicking ass with Mike Lawson in the early nineties. When he passed away, it was so good. And it's like, oh, RIP, fake crush. You're like, oh, Aww. mate. He was in fucking uh, FMW and through tens of thousands of people. Uh, he had a run in WAR and uh, New Japan, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. And all this stuff, fake crush. It's shit, isn't it? It's like, what was that? Um, you are saying My ding That was uh, that famous... Musicians, I can't remember the guy's name now. My dingling. My dingling. That was that guy's number one best selling song as a single. And people are like, oh for fuck. He remembered for my dingling. Yeah. It's like, no, he's done so much better music. That's the song people know not buy.
0: It's like R.E.M. with shiny happy people. That's a good song. Though. No, but they hate it because it was meant really? to be it was meant to be ironic. Because the whole thing was- Was it? Oh yeah. you, listen, you listen to all of REM stuff. Shiny Happy People's nothing like it because it's about Prozac addiction. Oh, which was quite prevalent at the time. So, like, hence why like everyone around love them. Everybody, da, da, da. shiny oh. happy. And then there's a point where the Chuck song's... Berry. Ah, so Chuck Berry became synonymous with My Dingling.
1: Well, I think them is synonymous, but like that—that's his best-selling song. Mm. And people, like, obviously, if you know what Chuck Berry's means, like that. Yeah. That's the best-selling. That one of his great classic songs, like "That's It." I agree, but yeah, um, what was the one as well? Beastie Boys. You got to fight for your right to party. Was supposed to be a uh, apparent, not a, a, having a go at those type of people who were like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, party," but in doing so, they created an amazing. Dude, Rock Party Anthem. So yeah. up, apparently they didn't used to play it, which I, I don't think that could be right. Maybe they start playing it again. But they, for a while at least, went, all right, fuck this. This has been way misinterpreted or misunderstood. We're not doing this song anymore. But again, it's a banger. It's a banger. And like you say,
0: it, it goes against like its, it. goes against its uh, its design, which yeah. I loved. Anyway,
1: mop, fake Moppy. Oh, sorry. fake Moppy. <laughs> Shiny, happy Moppy. Um, Perry immediately realises this isn't a real moppy. It's very astute. And Regal's like, no, no, come on. (laughs) Come on. Come on, good. Uh, Perry Sutton smashes the suit of armor with a fake moppy and asks Regal, do you think I'm stupid? He doesn't say anything. Um, He storms off, vowing to get the real moppy.
0: Not before he does a platoon bit. When he goes down on his (laughs) knees, screams to the sky, moppy! (laughs) It's all William
1: Defoe's last lines: "The film Moppy." <laughs> <laughs> First casualty of war was Moppy. Uh, yeah. But what I love, Regal, it, Oh, oh Sorry, no. Go on. Finish it. Say, then Regal, Regal turns around and saves a big one. Going to That was a bloody stupid idea.
0: That's what I was going to say. Because like beforehand, Regal's like, "This is a brilliant idea. It'll definitely work." And then when he leaves, he hits the Sherry. G- told you it'd be bloody rubbish. Just the interplay with these two. Yeah.
1: Forever perfect. Okay, I'll put a hit. This wasn't a bad Saturn bit, which proves that even a broken clock is slightly less fucking annoying twice a day. <laughs> well done, Perry. You probably talk about it on the Full Fat
0: Podcast, which came out yesterday. Uh, is Regal going back to WWE? <laughs> Why are people speculating this? Because uh, there's been a few things that have been said. The,
1: the, Who? Dave um uh, Oh, well then. And
0: he was written off last
1: night. It'd be better. I mean, they'll probably put him in the hearse by the end of that shot, like, but.
0: <laughs> he was very dead at the end. He was
1: him. incredibly dead.
0: He was incredibly dead. God bless him. I love William, William Regal. Whatever he does next, I hope he has a lovely
1: time. I'm like, there's land grabs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that guy who said something to The Rock in 2001? Oh, yes, Christian. I remember him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Tom, Tom Campbell. Yeah. It was great because uh, me and Tom were talking, and uh, I love his podcasting delivery because so it's like Matt is uh, just like, "Hey, so we're well, joining the William Regal Wrestling Podcast. How are you today, Mister Regal?" And he's like, "Well, Matt, it's great. I mean, I think it was it was the seventies when uh, Roger Moore, <laughs> he was the Saint, you know. He played the Saint, you know, in uh, in Manchester to place in England where I live. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, that's just me lizards." <laughs>
0: What I like about the William Regal podcast is you can have it on, like on the, on the Alexa during the day and like he'll start it and he'll be talking about fighting Finlay. Um, the doorbell might ring. You'll go down to the door. You'll, 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 go to, you'll go to the post and you'll get the post in and you'll come back in probably four minutes later and he's going, so there I was on top of Everest. And it's like, hang on. Yeah. Do we- <laughs> you think we're bad for fucking tangents? Christ yeah. almighty. I tell you what, I think he, he needs like a bit of red rope just to find yeah, his way back.
1: Say- you see, Matt has got this new thing, the fishing rod. Oh, oh time, time to reel you in, Mr. Regal.
0: <laughs> God bless whoever yeah. does the How time. How was your stamps. day?
1: <laughs> is it raining? <laughs> yes or no?
0: The timestamps on the podcast, on the YouTube podcast. <laughs> 400 of them. Like, back to this, back, to that, have, back uh, to that.
1: I have like read the comments, uh, the podcast, because they are funny. Because there's half the people like, this is great. Regal, you are the best. I love you so much. And then there are people going, like, for the... For the special edition, it's going to be the anniversary where Regal answers the question. <laughs> <laughs> the brutal. Anyway, edge of question. I'll, I'll put it down. E and C take on K and you, uh, which is Kane and Undertaker. Mm. They used to be popular on the show, but are now just battering everybody, so it's hard to make fun of that. Of we'll Kane, do our best. Do, do a bit of Kane news. You know Russia I Port. do. Uh, Kane is
0: suffering from a lower back problem. Uh, he has a herniated disc. Uh, Kane is taking anti inflammatory medication currently, hoping that he won't need to have an epidural. <laughs> oh, wow. He's knackered. Bless him. We talked about this many times, though. Yeah. Like, he, has war- he has worked wounded for the entire year. And to the point where literally, like you're so you are so held together. God bless him, Kade in two thousand and one, not Glenn Jacobs of twenty twenty two, of course. No, no, no. but Kade in two thousand and one. God bless, like so wound well together. The one thing he's thinking about before his match is, I might need that epidural.
1: <laughs> Bloody hell, that's Christ. that's rough. Oh it's been platoon. <laughs> God. Christian lets Edge start, because he's such a nice guy. Edge looks thrilled to be starting with Undertaker. <laughs> old school gets landed really quickly. Yeah, I'll say he's old. I hear Gilgamesh was his teacher. <laughs> oh, Gilgamesh getting two shouts. up Steve Jones over there. Christian, <laughs> Christian distracts to help Undertaker um, beat Edge up some more. Cheers, Christian. Kane tags in, and his arm is wrapped up again. Kane's so powerful right now that he's not selling, he's not holding it. <laughs> like his uh, dying son in a uh, classic painting. Nice. <laughs> Instead, him and Undertaker look like the painting of Plato talking to Aristotle on the School of Athens.
0: <laughs> you get so much for free. <laughs> you. Clear for insomnia. You lucky, lucky lady. You get so much from this. We bounce from fucking Aristotle Michelangelo, you know, Sistine Chapel, and yeah. lol, poo and wee lol. Mm-hmm. Like, you get it all. Yeah. We run the gamut.
1: Undertaker was just out. A young Undertaker was outshot just within, <laughs> just behind Plato. <laughs> He's old, Tom. Kane big boots Edge. Undertaker batters Christian. Edge gets a spear. Undertaker kicks out of Christian's pin, and then last rides Christian for the win after two bumps. <laughs> Tom described it best. Undertaker and Kane's matches right now are like fighting soldiers as kids and just no selling <laughs> bullets. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't hit me.
0: That's pretty much all this was as well. Um, but I like the story of the night for Edge and Christian, where like, Christian's done him a favour, got him out of his IC title defence so
1: he can face Undertaker and Kane with it. I agree. Uh, before we get on the tough enough recap, and I know you're just thrilled mm. for that you're uh, that. thrilled. In the SSU Power Slam, an interesting experiment. William Hill... Started taking bets on who would be the world WF champion on December thirty first two thousand and one as the year clicks over. So
0: what were the odds then?
1: Here you go: Uh, The Rock three to one, Triple H five to one, Uh, and people are wondering: Hmm, he's not going to be out. He's not going to return. He didn't return. Uh, The Undertaker six to one, Uh Kurt Angle seven to one, Bill Goldberg ten to one. I'll say again, Bill Goldberg. No, he's not signed. And even Finn Martin points out, obviously, it's not going to happen now. He's
0: not signed. <laughs> yeah.
1: Goldberg is currently getting 40 grand a week to do nothing. So you uh, know. Rikishi, 12 to 1. And Finn says, if any readers w- wasted money on the currently signed fat boy, his word's not mine, then please contact our office. There is some property in Chernobyl we'd like to sell you. <laughs> That's a variation on the bridge, isn't it? <laughs> property in Chernobyl. Jeez. All right. Jesus. All right, what do you got, Finn? Kane, 16 to 1. He says, not a snowball's chance in the hot, hottest pit in Hades as Kane got of winning this. I never liked Power Slam. Fighting Spirit Magazine was much better. The Big Show, 16 to 1. Uh, Mr. White's backers would have been more wiser at investing in a dot-com venture. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most expensive flop this side of the Millennium Dome. <laughs> oh, oh okay, Finn. Finn, you're back to being cool. Mick Foley, uh, Absent from the for most of all one. Fully the multi-talented former title holder continues to prove there is life after retirement and says he has no desire to return to the ring. We believe him. <laughs> you can <could> smell. <laughs> smell
0: you the can smell the sarcasm. Seep it from here. Seeping off the page.
1: Kevin Nash. Uh we'd wage our entire Stacy Keebler photo collection that Big Sexy will be a major player in the Federation by WrestleMania X8. Oh, good, good shout there, pal. Uh William Regal, twenty to one. Uh no. Uh, Regal's in-ring style fits in the modern WF about as well as Stephanie's knockers would be in a B cup. (laughs) Jesus wept. Uh, K Quick, 33 to 1. It just says, yeah, right. Hollywood Hogan, 50 to 1. Uh, It just says, as frightening as it sounds, Hollywood capturing the WF title would really shake things up. It would next year. Uh, Uh... Vince McMahon, 100 to 1. Uh, Encouraging... For those who back this, uh, Vince versus Austin title feud will actually make perfect storyline sense right now. Don't encourage them, Finn. Yeah, don't give me any idea. And then China, 100 to 1. And it's even a brutal, brutal summary here. Greed and self conceit got her surgically altered ass canned. And now Mrs. Laura is trying to make it as an actress. Will anyone even remember her on December 31st? Yikes. <sighs> Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. Uh of course, it says here the final champion 2001 might not be listed above. And, and he wasn't. if that does happen, uh then they'd have to pay because obviously you no don't bet on it. Do you know who the champion was? Yeah, he's not there. It's Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris Amazing Jerick? to think that William Regal, Nash, Foley, Kohlberg were considered above him at this point, but oh, there you go.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. But I think do you know what? I do think that had we been in the bets and we wouldn't have called Jericho Oh, either. no. that's No it, way. Enough. Certainly not the way he did it either.
1: Yeah. We'd never have called it. Uh, more on Tough Enough. Yay. Josh Matthews is sad. Greg Matthews has a herniated disc and leaves the show. He would wrestle for CGW for years after this. Mm. It's nice seeing him on this. His name is my name backwards. Greg Matthews.
0: Ah, oh, you're like twinning. Yeah. Tough Enough still sucks. Now, there's some real fucking idiots on this show. <laughs> Look, we stop give Tows a break, all right? No, because obviously we had the one guy who left because Triple H did that speech. He went, You know you wrestle more than like once a week. Well, do I? Bye bye. And then you had Josh Matthews with his partner at the time, who was like, I'm not gonna just sit at home whilst you go and wrestle. It's like, well, what did you You know I was applying for this show. Yeah. Why are you acting why are you doing this now? If you do it, I'm not gonna just sit at home. Oh, okay, well, you knew I was gonna. What that just it's so it's so stupid. Like the conversation, I I, you know, it's a reality show, so it's obviously hyped up to the nines. It's the equivalent of making me Alex making Alex dinner and asking what she wants. (laughs) Her not being bothered as I put it down in front of her, she's like, you know, I'm allergic to fish. (laughs) Told you we're having salmon.
1: Yeah. restaurants, it does say, let us know if you're allergic to old, like before we make it. (laughs) I always when they always say, do you have any allergies? I always go, yes, paint. Uh. <laughs> just squidward behind the counter just good one Yeah, all of the office joker. I'm
0: brilliant. I'm I I am brilliant because I'm the guy that'll finish his food and they'll go, "How was that?" It was horrible. <laughs> it's funny because I ate it all.
1: Daring today are I am my
0: father's son. Yeah. I have a tribute act to Gary Graham. He, he John denies Gamble. that. <laughs> he certainly tried to burn out last uh, week.
1: Meanwhile, did Lee...
0: you hear what he called? <laughs> he was chatting to Fraser at the bar, my dad. And uh, <laughs> I was the Cotaholic lads are all uh, I sat on a table together. I'm working in the rooms. So I'm not seeing too much everybody. But Fraser
1: told me that my dad had said,
0: Are you um, with what are they called that Silicon Valley lot?
1: Yeah. <laughs> He you does, know, last week. I thought that was almost as good as when he said, oh, hello, uh, you're the alcoholic lads, are you? are the alcoholics, aren't you? <laughs> I'm like, no, but we're all drinking. So it's like, bastard, he's got his hair. <laughs> I' are I now known
0: as alcoholic and the Silicon Valley lot. <laughs> the Silicon Valley, bloody hell. This was at my engagement party the other um, week where my dad got to meet everybody uh, in, in
1: Newcastle with my mum. And uh, oh, that was funny, that was funny. Yeah. The Silicon Valley lot. <laughs> Meanwhile meanwhile. Lita got attacked in a quote Tonya Harding style attack by Ivory on Sunday night heat. Mm. Oh wow, Tom, it really is all heating up on heat. <laughs> and you can catch up on all of that with Tom's newest podcast for called the <laughs> hot sorry alcoholic. <laughs> Sunday night meat. Tom and Sean Stasiak. <laughs> and sometimes Owen for the fifty-one <laughs> weeks a year that Sean isn't free to record audio in brackets. How ironic. <laughs> You know Sorry, what? we're not supposed to reveal that until now.
0: If Sean Sasiak isn't for doing the Cold Hard Classic Heat review, I'm game. Uh,
1: Sunday night meat.
0: Sorry, we'll call it Sunday night. Oh, meat. your
1: game. That's good. That, that's a good banter you can have. Yeah, that's game sort of meat. Game. <laughs> we can only. Oh, game If you're Sarah we... Logan. <laughs> <We> can... <laughs> game meat. We can. <laughs> we can only make puns on meats. How was this match between Ivory and Leaders? Sean Stajak? Oh, I'd say it was well done. <laughs> Got punched on the rump.
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: but then I just thought that going to be you doing it. All right, so I'm recording on my end. Are you recording on your end? You know I am, Tom. Oh, of course you are.
0: You started doing it. Do was a
1: tape end. recorder. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm is, fucking, that, I'm is that is that are you holding it to the Yeah? The
0: fucking talk boy from home
1: alone. I'll put in the post you should get it by 2024. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Curasil, Foot Locker, and Corn Nuts.
0: I'm just thinking of Sean yet yeah, recording a podcast with a talk boy. <laughs> Going, I think this is how we do it.
1: Disorder, no. <laughs> it's actually playing audio of like conversation oh, so between Bulldog and Steve Blackburn or whatever. Hey, Steve, or whatever. And he's just like, <laughs> No, you're playing it. What? I can't <laughs> hear you. I'm recording the audio. It's really loud. No, you're playing it. You're playing, you're recording, mate.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> Something like me, bring it on.
1: Oh, Jack. <laughs> Your bag's making noises.
0: <laughs> Are you doing the podcast with him now?
1: I to do a shortened pal. clear foot locker, and corn nuts.
0: <laughs> My favorite dwarfs <laughs> from Snow White.
1: <laughs> We're done with fat burners. Buy shoes for your fat feet instead.
0: Buy some trainers. Go for a run. And,
1: and then, then shit yourself. <laughs> We have corn
0: <laughs> May
1: cause pregnancy <laughs> Especially when Stolen J's around
0: Ow, oh god
1: <laughs> Tom, don't, don't die
0: I think I'm gonna die May cause pregnancy
1: Anyway, here's Ivory Who joined the Alliance To really kill the idea Of joining WCW Because WCW doesn't have any women wrestlers <laughs> Also, no one cares. Lita gets her neck-breaking head scissors early, and then Hurricane Helms, not a superhero just yet, sends Lita outside and Ivory pins her. Matt Hardy, the hero champ and Lita's boyfriend, listen to those in order of importance, <laughs> saves the day after the match is over. Yeah, great timing, pal. Replay reveals Lita took a beastly bump on the outside. She should avoid those. <laughs> she never will. Uh, odd combo
0: Ivory and Helms. I guess it's just to get us to a, an Omega reunion with
1: uh, Helms and Hardy. Yeah. With supporting characters. I believe so. I think that's where we're going. We then get a look at Angle Austin from SummerSlam because it was good. If you don't ask me, ask uh, 6.5 Jim Ross how good it was. <laughs> and then Raven with shades on, looking like Gary Oldman in an independent film, threatens Rob Van Dam backstage saying, I'm the best, and I'm going to be better than no one ever was. RVD goes, yeah, whatever, <laughs> lol, and leaves.
0: <laughs> <Bad damn. laughs>
1: Austin heads the ring, but then Regal says, Oi, 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 Sonny Jim. You don't get to make the rules when I'm here, and this match will be for the world title. And Austin grins as he realises, oh, that was supposed to be the line earlier, was it? Nah. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Michael-, Michael Cole talks about Jericho's concussion. Good job, he recovered, I uh, think. Uh,
0: 2001.
1: <laughs> crowd is very much behind Jericho here. Chris gets a load of quick pins very early on that the crowd bite onto every single time, which is nice. Uh, the walls get blocked, but the crowd are hot again for that. Angle is shown watching backstage. Taz rags on him for drinking water. It should be milk, Angle. ha, <laughs> ha love Taz so That's much.
0: That's right, because I could only drink milk. That's it. That's his gimmick. <laughs> That's his gimmick.
1: Jericho continues to wear down Austin before Steve gets a lucky spine buster and then pounds away on Chris, like Bruce Hart during Chris's training. <laughs> That's what he said. That's a story you stick to it. <laughs> Jericho gets a roll up, but Austin kicks out. They missed the trick by not having a pissy referee fast count Jericho and have him give the title back again a week later. Oh. It could have been an annual gimmick. In 02, Bischoff could have done it. In 03, Sheriff Austin could have done it. In 04, guest GM Maven could have done it. <laughs> Perfect. Every year. Austin Yeah. Last Christmas, I won the title. but then Very The next, next day, day, I gave it away. Gave it away. <laughs> Austin yells at Earl, but Austin gets the knees up on the line. So Jericho gets a Fujiwara of all things, and the crowd is so hot, they cheer for that. Yeah, the Fujiwara! <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Jogo gets another cheeky roll-up, but Austin converts to the dreaded dirty pin win to hold the ropes for victory. Oh, this was a spicy main event. I was going to say, it's a nice, simple match with Austin not doing much, and the crowd going, banana, Mm. the entire thing. Lots of of stuff to enjoy here. Much better than last week's live, it should have been pre-taped, bloody hell, (laughs) show. But yeah. Hey, Any go- closing thoughts on that last match? Um,
0: no, just a really, really solid main event. Lovely back and forth. Bit of shithousery <laughs> to keep Austin strong.
1: Great, isn't it? It's almost as good as Power Sam's uh, column on DDP uh, in WF as they've... is t- 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 oh, no. the title. Dismal Depressing Predicament.
0: <laughs>
1: Bang! <laughs> You wish you were an upside down vagina. It's a sad time for all involved. Uh, are we dropping uh,
0: what I remember, what I forgot? Because you drifted off at this point.
1: I remember watching this episode. Oh, cool. So, what do you remember? I remember Raven and RVD. Oh. And I had Dissension in the ranks. Dissension's I don't fabulous. know why I remember that so much. Because, like, wow, what a crazy idea of uh, having Raven. Like, yeah, I will also want this title. Why should I have to wait? Because I'm not RVD or good at this point. Nice. Yeah, I actually thought that was a nice little thing just to keep things going. It can't be the ref vs. every single week, and we seem to be doing less and less of it every time. Anyway, so what was something you remembered?
0: I remember Angle and Canyon. We were quite enjoying that match. Canyon's great. Angle had nice things to say about him on his podcast, just like as a great worker. Didn't get to do much enough with him, but whatever he did was you know, nothing but love for Chris Canyon, as, as the, the industry has. Uh, they had a wonderful match. Really enjoyed it. Uh, what have you forgotten?
1: Now we now you rewatch it. I've forgotten about uh, the Christian and Edge dissension. Just, but it's hinted at like a little bit every week. But just Christian be like, ah, oh, bye trophy, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Edge's like, I'm I'm here. Mine's <laughs> were up here, Christian. And he's just like, yeah, I know. I've made <laughs> my choice. <laughs>
0: uh, I forgot the main event. I forgot Jericho and Austin had hmm. that wonderful little midsummer belter, like dead simple match. Not loads happen, but crowd were into it. I was invested in it. Finish that keeps yep. Jericho strong. Finish that keeps Austin mean. Yeah, I forgot that we had a belt of a main event in the run up to. I'll it. say this, and oh, i
1: I forgot that these two had chemistry because yeah. they had some matches later on, and I thought,
0: oh, they're really they keeping... hit and miss. Austin and Jericho are. Yeah, and, and I think that's I think because Jericho, and no disrespect to, to to parties involved, but Jericho as a, on a whole is quite a hit and miss. Like when he's on, he is excellent. Like he is, he's one of the best. Best on the mm. planet, but oh, you know when he's having an off day. Yeah, you know when he's when like he's not quite locked into what's going on because you it's, it's you know some days you get Austin and Jericho uh, on SmackDown in 01, and some days you get Austin and Regal from WrestleMania X7.
1: <laughs> well said.
0: Uh, what are you working on um, now? It's Jeff off. Hardy over there. Yeah, I bet you are
1: uh, fishing up a video that. Should have been out maybe last week, I guess. But I'm just like, no, I'm just chill. Um, it's another botch Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, the guy who does the thumbnails for me is like, what do you think of this? And it's just the Beyblade logo. And I went, <laughs> that's funny <laughs> to me. But are people going to click on it or not? And I'm just having the moral debate because I can't think of anything better. Was your thumbnail guy just having a lazy day? Just, just, there's the Beyblade logo. <laughs> and you Austin Theory's creepy smiley Sorry, not creepy smile. Creepy selfie that he took a few months ago, where he looks fucking terrifying. It was that oh, over yeah. that the Beyblade dude. Oh, I'm that's like,
0: fine now. So as long as it's, uh. yeah, as long as you put that in, like you know, a bunch I'm like, okay, I babies. quite like that. That's quite nice. I like that. So oh, if out, it gets a Tom seal approval, now. look out, out well. for that thumbnail coming soon
1: you <laughs> will be like hey do the Leonardo DiCaprio point hey he said the thing <laughs> that's, right,
0: that's my thing yeah,
1: but mostly just focusing on making sure Christmas is as stress free as possible mm. What yourself Tom um, well by the time this goes out
0: it'll be the day after North Wrestling so Ooh. thank you for coming along to North Wrestling if you did um, it'll premiere on IWTV week Tuesday if you missed it Um, In terms of me this week, um, it is starting to ease getting close to Christmas, like yourself, just trying to step back. We have two more of these, Mm. you and I, before the end of the year. We're going to wrap up in two weeks, and then that's us done for 2022. Uh, I can confirm Crisis on Infinite Arseholes 4 (gasps) is under production. Early writing stages have begun. By the time this goes out, there'll probably be a first draft. And uh, we will we'll have I'll put Spike Dudley on Raw. Yeah,
1: the the R is silent, and that works. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you will hear that on Christmas Day. Uh, there'll no doubt be some other little bits of bollocks on the on the road to it as well. But two more of these, and then that's just wrap for the year. Uh, thank you very much for continuing to support us in 2022. Let's have two more weeks of fun before we get to the end. And uh, for the latest on what he's doing, you can go to Matthew Gregg on Twitter. He's at Matthew Greg on Twitter. If it's still around, yes. As if Twitter's still here, I'm at Tom Campbell on Mastodon. Together, we're at Holic on MySpace. Don't forget to <laughs> join us.
1: Make us pregnancy. <laughs> Love you, bye. And here is Moppy. My ding My dingling.
0: <laughs> oh, my ding ling